Welcome back, friends, viewers, new viewers, new friends, new friends of viewers, to our wonderful D&D show. I, of course, am your Supreme Dungeon Master, Cody J. Hay, for our group of Ox Incorporated, uh, playing the mighty wizard himself, level six, diviner of time and space, Ozal the Wise, played by Zach. Wow. Love to hear it. Uh... The, the magnificent paladin who smites and fights and drinks root beer every night. Burn, played by Dean. What up? We call him the one-eyed the, monster. The yes, who lost his eye currently. We'll get to that, though. Uh, our favorite warlock with the most eldritch flair, Stolas, played by Dini. Hi, everyone. Uh, the only person who's from Velaki, but not really from Velaki, but his people are, but they aren't because it's really complicated lore and Curse of Strahd, uh, our Vestani cleric, Marius Radari, played by Max. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the show. And, of course, the crowd favorite, Mark Calamban, Breaker of Chains. Uh, getting yelled at by the way for some bullshit right now. I don't know what that's about, but I'm happy to be here. How dare her. There's some shit on the floor. What does that mean to me? <laughs> well, at least it wasn't in your bed. Oh, oh Amber oh, heard Joe. You love to see it. Wow, that was topical. Thanks, man. You know, a little, little humor to, to run out Let's of Let's go. Day. I'm ready to battle tonight, guys. Let's go. Um... We aren't sponsored by anyone right now, but at Roll20, if you're out there watching, we've applied a couple times. Please hear our, our, our cries of sponsorship. We would love to have you as a sponsor, and we use your stream and product, and it's pretty good. I have some complaints, but it's still pretty good. Uh, of course, those friends and viewers out there, if you want to make it onto the show, uh, all you got to do is give us a comment. We'll shout your name out at some point during the stream. Um, you can donate should you feel you, that you want to. Uh, we do them live on streams. You have the ability to affect roles. Uh, or the, the, the Bane and, and Boon wheel is in the top right. Um, and boy, are we getting into it tonight. Tonight's going to be pretty crazy. So uh, roll the intro! Hear ye. And get ye hype. For tonight's harrowing adventure takes place... In the accursed land of Strahd. But fret ye not, though, as our tale is sure to have moments of levity. Provided by our all-star role players, and led by our story dungeon master, Cody J. Hay. Truly, from the bottom of all our hearts, we thank you for tuning in to Live and Let's Dice. Uh, front of the show, Devin Silva, thank you for your intro. Zach, who we got in the chat? Uh, we got Tukatri, says, what's up, gentlemen? Mr. Strange, he says, hey, everyone, I hope Stolas consumes someone tonight. <laughs> Abdulio, good evening to all currently at work. We'll only be able to listen for the most part until I get home. I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, Ninja Squirrel says, dropping a like, have a good show, guys. Zach, Mark, kick some ass, and good luck on your adventure. Always trust the dwarves. Gigi says, ayo, everyone, just stopping by to say hi and uh, Brenton, I believe, says, can't wait for Mark Pearson to rage and F some dudes up. I did also want to kind of expand a bit on what you said earlier, Cody. Uh, we have to the right of your screen the... Um, we were using Wheel Decide, but it's kind of cumbersome now with uh, the way that StreamYard is updated. So um, whenever someone does a Bless or Bane roll, uh, one of us will roll a D20. 
and uh, whatever roll we get will correspond to the corresponding Bless and Bane roll there on the right of your screen. And uh, that way we can kind of uh, eliminate switching too many tabs and kind of keep everything baked in. So it's also more thematic that we're using a d20 to pick our Bless and Banes. Uh, Zach, will you please roll on the critical fumble fail uh, chart brought to us by Reddit oh, for your critical failure? You. I'm a kidding, 22. Ooh, Just kidding. 22. <clears throat> um, recap. Uh, when last we were in Velaki, uh, we got back from a giant adventure. Uh, our players now have a portable armored troop carrying battle wagon uh, that they have just kind of rolled through town in, delivered wine, got back, uh, and we're like, hey, let's free the town from these inquisitors. Uh, Danica died. She was shot in the head. They stormed the church and killed a, a bunch of inquisitors, probably more than they should have been able to, if I'm being honest. Um, now they're searching for clues and we are still kind of in combat. Uh, I'm going to have you guys reroll initiative so that I can track, uh, other inquisitors that are here. I'm going to put this guy on the GM layer, but just know he's not actually there. I got a nat 20 for 26 and Dean Hot got a six. Damn. layers for me Wow, here. Max got a nat 22. Marius also rolled a natural 20. Jesus, our initiative is banging right now. Even the Inquisitors with a 20 also. Uh, Caliban with a 14. Very solid rolls, ladies and gentlemen. We are off of the bang tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, bang, if you want to sponsor us, reach out. Bang wow. um, <laughs> we love to bang. <laughs> we love to bang. <laughs> slogan of our group right there uh it was all the wise you Yo. the dust is settling from this combat the sirens and horns that you heard earlier from each inquisitor kind of blowing from group to group have stopped and the town has become silent as blood drips from the f across these brand new floors that kind of have these little suns inlaid into them into the brick that have been painted yellow that are now stained with this red and uh black um, what would you like to do? You have a couple minutes. I'm going to keep us an initiative just to kind of keep things moving through if I need to throw combat in. But um, uh, I'm going to give you a couple minutes here, and you can go first. What do you want to do? Okay. Um, I'm going to walk uh, towards the southern entrance of the temple, and uh, I'm going to close the doors. And do I see anything? Um, I know when we broke in, we broke the, I guess, like what was barring the door. Is there... Uh, anything else that we could bar the door with? Um, just shoot me general uh, investigation or perception as you as you walk over. Gotcha. Uh, let me see. Investigation's at twenty six. That's a hot roll. Yeah. So you're you're thinking tactically at this point. Plug the hole. Stop the door from opening. Close and exit off. As you're walking through, you're looking at the doors that are kind of flapping in the wind, uh, checking for threats. Uh, you got your staff up and, you know, your three-point gun stance ready to fire. Uh, as you walk past the pews and are kind of assessing the door, you can see the beam that was broken between Caliban's great strength and Burns' great strength. And then you kind of look at the pews and you're like, oh, shit, like, we could probably flip one over and put it in the brace on the back and then probably stack some in front to, to close off this area if uh, I could get some help to do that. Gotcha. Uh, I'll gesture to Burn and Calamban and say, Burn, Calamban, 
lift these pews and help me bar the door again. We need to uh, buy some time to investigate what has happened here. And uh, I'll pass my turn. Right, pew, pew, pew. Uh, oh, it's not my turn. Sorry. That's all right. Are we role-playing right now or are we taking turns? Uh, a little bit of both. Stolas, what would you like to do? Um, <clears throat> I guess I will... Uh, I'll try to assist, yeah. I know I'm small, but... I can Perfect. still help. I'm going to turn um, over here. All right. You begin to kind of push pews. Are you just going to help with stacking the one, or are you wanting to stack several in front of this door? Out of curiosity. They are like firm, Old Testament heavy wooden pews that have been freshly made for this brand new church. Yeah, I think it would be better to put more than one. I thought they were old. No, no, no. So, uh, this this is a recent construction. They, they have poured a lot of resources and tithes into rebuilding this. Granted, it's taken a couple years to get there. Um, and if I said it was old, I apologize. I was probably reading off of the Curse of Strahd manual. Um, hey, stop the attitude, Doug. I love you. Uh, yeah. Marius. I will, uh, bold in this action, move my spiritual weapon over 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, or actually, excuse me, it's only a 20-foot Five, ten, fifteen. You work kind of in free free flow, so you can put it where you want to put it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go downstairs then. So, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty, twenty-five. Yeah. Can you put me in front of Dantica, please? Bye. I descend the stairs here and begin to gather some ingredients from my pouch, and one of the diamonds that I received earlier begins to crumble partially into a bit of dust as I cast the Revivify spell. A creature that has died within the last minute, uh, I cast a spell, diamonds worth 300 gold pieces, which the spells consume. You touch the creature that has died within the last minute, that creature returns to life with one hit point. This spell can't return to life a creature that has died of old age, nor can it restore any missing body parts. Okay. No, my eye! <laughs> Are you sure? You don't want to investigate first. I would like to, yes, if that's an option before I cast this spell, but... It, it, it is. Okay, well then let's step back from that then. That's uh, something I, I would like to do. Uh, okay. Would you like me to make an investigation or a perception upon her body? I would like you to make a religion and or arcana check. I will attempt a religion check then. Seven. A seven. The... Danica lays on the ground, um, partially transformed between... Rare Raven and Human, not quite a full mixed form yet, but partial shift as if she was as she was killed, it triggered her instincts to shift, right? As you look at her, she is not fully dead. So I'm actually rolling death saving throws for her, and she is currently stable. Though she is down. The wound on her head 
you can see where the cut in her head, there's like a, the, the white mask growing out of it is actually seeping up and over the sides of her face and is going into her wound closer to her brain. How would you like to proceed? I think you're on mute, Marius. Hmm. I was debating. I hadn't decided yet. If, uh... What about this, then? This white mask that is forming on her face. I, uh... Think about... I put away the diamond now that I see her breathing. I put my hand down on her forehead. Directly touching this... Substance. I cast Remove Curse. Uh, all curses affecting one creature or object end. If the object is a cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object so it can be removed or discarded. Hmm. You hear what sounds like the roar of a lion as your divine Night Mother esque magic touches her, breaking the curse. Her, the, the black smoke from where this uh, white mask was curls up and dissipates. Um, she begins to bleed profusely as her pupils go from being purely whited out to pure black. Hmm. And then she closes her eyes and faints. Is she still alive, though? Yes. I don't know yet. I will have to find out later. Dawnbringer. Yes. Scroll down, Zach. Um, so I've, I've been putting some pews up by this door. Yeah, two at a time over the shoulders. Right, like a fucking boss. So now we have a pretty good amount of pews here. Uh, I also want to check for other entrances that maybe we don't get bamboozled. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Well done. Um, do I do, like, investigation or kind of what I see here on the map? Uh, yes, I will take investigation. All right. Oh, I still have my initiative on. Sorry. You're good. This is an 11. Perfect. Or if you want to take the 14, you can. Uh, you, you guys have managed to stack in five pews. Uh, I rolled a d12 on my side. Uh, two of which are kind of in the actual holds of the door between you and Caliban. Uh, the other three are kind of bracing the door outward um, at an angle, holding the door closed. The next exit that you can see actually is right over here. Uh, you know that there's a small offshoot that leads to an office um, for like the um, either general waiting area when the temple is closed or kind of like a reception area for private meetings, you know, absorption, that kind of thing. Nice. Um... Oh. oh, can I not go in there? 
You might be stuck in the wall. There you go. Um, can I put pews in front of this door and this door over here? You can, in fact, do that. That way, if they get through the first one, there's still a second one they gotta... Totally. Um, between... Are you calling for help, or are you just kind of doing it on your own? Uh... I... I, I guess I could ask Calibane. Okay. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to do on your turn while you're... I, I will say you can put... Uh, right here, where I'm going to draw this pew thing. Uh, you can put one here, bracing this door, and then maybe one more. So we'll say there's two on this door. Cool. Uh, and then you're going to brace the secondary door as well. You should be able to freely move through that now. I moved off the walls. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and then just a couple here as well. Okay. Put one here. And one here. These are beautiful pews, by the way. You know, this is kind of just some freehand art. Uh, I know a guy who's a really good artist. He actually drew some art for our D&D campaign. He's super cool. Uh, that was a that was a U plug. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to do? The only other door that you can think of is the one through the bell tower up here. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hop to Caliban. Parker of Chains, Mark, what are you doing? You're probably muted. Up, oh, you're good. I got you. Ah. <laughs> uh. I am uh, feeling uh, don't uh, burns energy, and I will be following him. Okay. Yeah. So uh, between the two of you, uh, Burn, go ahead and move yourself since you've had some extra help uh, as you guys hustle through. Uh, you and Calamban can take an action together that would take two people. So what, what would you, besides following Mark, what else would you like to do? What's what's uh the Dawnbringer want me to do? Uh, well, we're looking for pretty much anywhere anyone could get in. Uh, so there's a door up here we could go and 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 you know put some pews in front of. Uh, just like the bell tower. I don't know if they're gonna be flying, but they could bar that one shut too. I was gonna say, can I don't know if we can break down the pews to then. Fortify or yeah, that's what we're doing. So, yeah, we'll just put some more right here. That's fine. Yeah, and I would lean. I I, I would suggest I would lean myself up against the door to uh oh use your body to brace it. Yes. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm a big boy. Where is it? Where's the door at? I'm sorry. Uh, where am I? Where I'm standing? How many pews are you putting there? As many as you'll let us. Yeah, I will uh, say I'm down. Roll a d4. Two. 
Yeah, it's, that sounds better. Ah, uh, damn it! Nothing wrong with that. You get them braced in, and you wedge this door for. Oh, that's a terrible two for two pews. So, uh, for my audio listeners, out of this huge cathedral that they have. Uh, they have moved around the main pews, they have blocked the main two-door entrance, they have blocked the office off and the door leading to the office, as well as two leading up to the bell tower. Those are the three primary, quote-unquote, entrances um, that they know of. Anything else you'd like to do to fortify this situation between the two of you? Uh... Wait, ask that again? What did you say? Are there any other fortifications you would like to put into place? Oh, um... Is, can I roll, like investigate? I don't know what, what else I can do. Well, I mean, it's up to you, man. I'm going to put X's through the pews that you guys have uh, presumably used. Okay. Um, and I'll give you how many resources you have left. So it looks like you have four five-ish pews that are kind of intact left in this area. Oh, no, I forgot to take off two more. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, one, two, one, two. Okay. Three pews left. So, theoretically, in a tactical situation, you have fortified all entrances to this building. This building is still big. If you wanted to create a choke point or close off any other doors, like this whole area here, uh, you have one two, three, four doors leading over to um, kind of this burial chamber area where Marius has gone under the ground uh, to, to deal with Danica. Uh, there's also pews on this west wall, right? Right at the arch? Those are pews? Uh, you're talking right here? Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. Yep. Sorry. So four pews. Yeah, you guys want to make like a choke point, or maybe we could do like a uh, make like five. a makeshift wall we could jump behind. Yeah, or I don't even. I are we allowed to like a roll of strength to burn to the have crypt burn? The crypt would be the best. I mean, sorry, burn. Sorry. The crypt would be the best choke point. The entrance is small. We know that it has no other entrances inside of it. Do you? Okay. Um, I guess oh, I those all. I can go where should, there. Where should we... But do you want to get trapped underground? Is that what you... I mean, we could spend all day fortifying this church. I mean. Alright, uh, kind of mark mark where you think the pew should go and Caliban and I will move them. Okay, so we could do two and two and then have one pew left over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... To right here where I'm standing, and then two right here. Yeah. All right. And you got uh, one left. I mean, you can just sit in it. I mean, it's a chair. Maybe we'll use it as cover if we need to. We'll just. Yeah. That is. A, are you gonna pick it up and uh, equip it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, equip pew to your inventory. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do have a magical man. bag of holding. You could try. It's kind of big, but you could try. I doubt it'll fit. That's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got him. It'll fit. Uh, back to you, Ozol. 
Uh, I'm going to... Um, where's my token at? You were down Oh, it's under all these little things. Okay. Uh, I'm going to um, approach this Inquisitor, and uh, I'm going to have uh, Calamban help me move this Inquisitor. And I'm going to move him towards the choke point. Okay. And, there, so there, um, there are a total of six, I think, in this area. Oh, are there uh, any are, behind the fortification? A uh, couple, sure. Okay, perfect. Okay, so then I won't do that. Um, I'm going to walk to... I guess if you could just pinpoint wherever a dead body is. Okay, perfect. And I'm going to turn to Burn and say, Burn, I need about 11 minutes of time to perform a ritual on this Inquisitor. And I'm going to begin uh, ritual casting Identify. Identify is uh, you choose an object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it's a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires a dement to use and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. And if you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are affecting it. So uh, I'll touch the mask and um, begin attempting to uh, figure out if there's a spell that's created this um, mask or uh, if, if there are any, un any under the influence of any other spell. Uh, awesome. You do that. As you reach your hands out, uh, the, the Magnus um, crystal, we changed it for me, a polygon, sorry, um, begins to glow as it fractures into um, several different facets, uh, and you hear the familiar voice in your head of the Identify spell. <laughs> this seems to be a work of domination magic. Uh, it is common among... Uh, 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 and then it stops for just a second, which is something you've never heard as you hear a second voice enter your mind. As the mask calls for you to put it on. Was I'll make a contested intelligence saving throw. Uh, contested is at disadvantage? No. You are rolling against me. Okay, you said intelligence? Yes, sir. Uh, here we go. 27. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Ooh. Oh, one! One! <laughs> Ouch, dude. You feel another consciousness reach out to you, and then you, being the supreme wizard you are, snap up all of your mental shields, fortifying it tighter than, you know, a modern-day Fort Knox. Uh, the mask fractures halfway through your identify spell. Um, sir, the voice of your, your identify spell in your head uh, continues to tell you, from what I can tell, Master Ozal, it is um, a work of an outside item. This is a parasite? Uh, from something else. And your spell is concluded. Am I able to glean whether a dispel magic from that interaction would have any effect on this? Yes. You think because these creatures are dead, and you can actually look around to some of the other dead bodies and see that these masks are slowly receding, 
um, and kind of withering into black smoke. And these people, their full garb, uh, almost like a glamour spell. Their swords, their insignias of office are slowly just materializing away. And they are slowly turning back into just common Barovian people as this domination magic fades. I've never heard of domination magic, but okay. Um, public rule, but that's okay. Stole us. Yes, uh, I am going to um, investigate this Ministorum. Uh, it's kind of like down here, you know, is right. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna like check this little place out because there's like a desk in here. It seems like there's more uh, kind of here at the bottom of the screen. It looks like a little room full of stuff. Yes. I can't move there, but <clears throat> if you could do that so, for me, that'd be great. Of course. Oh, I probably forgot to take that one off, huh? Um, let me... I just gotta peek around in there, because there might be some items, or... Now you should be able to move freely, yes? No? Maybe? Mm, not quite. Not quite. Okay. Well, I will just pull you down. Um, you, you walk in, and there is what looks like <clears throat> a church registry on this desk right here. Uh, before it kind of goes up to the stairs. This is kind of more or less just older hymn books, songs. Um, not sure how interested you in that you are. As you head up the stairs, you guys actually go into that one office, which has been rebuilt. There's not as much stuff in here as there was originally uh, before you guys blew that hole in the wall. Uh, <laughs> and this goes up, up to the second level, uh, right above where this area is at. Uh, in here, this place has been sacked. Uh, you can see what looks like burnt books in a pile, uh, all of which seem to be holy books to the Lord of Sun, who this temple is uh, originally designed for, uh, From as you're kind of like digging through the ash. Not a lot really to look for, but what you do find <clears throat> is a seal of the church. Uh, for making official documentation on the church's behalf. Excellent. I am going to pocket that. Okay. There's also some red wax that goes with it. Yeah, sure. I'll take that, too. You never know when you have to forge a document, guys. <laughs> church and two wax. We've had to do it this whole village. Uh, so go ahead and add those to your inventory. I uh, put it in the chat there for you. Great, thank you. On top of which, the last thing you find, uh, under all of these books, there seems to be a burnt missive. Uh, what's it say? Or can I even it's, read it? It's kind of hard to make out. So go ahead and give me uh, investigation, or if you have some sort of magic you'd like to use, maybe. I don't know. Um, let's see... Um, can I maybe do insight instead? Sure, yeah. Okay, let me see if that helps me. 15. 15. You are able to pick up two, two halves, and even though it's severely burnt, you can make out two different things. First, 
the only words you can make out on this piece of paper are we have continued we have finished excavation of the and then it's burnt out and have moved the relic to and then it's burnt out on the bottom you can make out what looks like just the partial last name of the burgermaster you can see v-i-c-h and then part of his wax seal that's kind of melted which is kind of just the town crest <clears throat> interesting okay well i'm gonna keep this maybe i'll uh i'll share with ozal get his input later Yeah, if there's uh, if there's nothing else really in here, uh, I'll just head back to the uh, the main part of the church. Okay. I kind of join over there near Caliban. Boop. Thank you. Maria, ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> back to you in the underloft. I look down at Danica's body to see how she's doing after I've removed the curse placed upon her. Uh, she is resting, although somewhat rapidly. Her eyes kind of are in that deep, rapid movement. As you see, you'll see some of her wounds slowly starting to close as her claws begin to recede. The feathers that were partially coming out begin to recede. Uh, she has entered a long rest and is stable and no longer under the influence of the mask. Dear Mother of the Night, you have granted me the power to remove the curse that has afflicted this woman. Now I ask you to bless my hand as I place it upon her and try and cure her wounds. Uh, I will cast a first level cure wounds on her for 12 points of healing. Okay. You heal her for 12 points as she rapidly sits up and into a crouch. And she looks around the room very, very quickly and sees you and she says oh thank you Lady what is going on you're within the temple of uh saint andrew we've how? come to rescue you how uh, how have i gotten here i don't know what do you remember last but we were told that you were captured and dragged off to here they were attempting to transform you it seems into a sort of inquisitor of sorts i think they've been doing this to all of the villagers they've been capturing and placing them under arrest are you any good say with a crossbow no this is not my specialty skill uh just however i can help you and she will shift uh, I will pull her token on here in just a second uh, when I fight. Bam. Uh, her body kind of elongates. Uh, she gets this really long raven-esque beak. Wings sprout from her back. Claws extend as she turns into a were raven right before your eyes. My mother's blessing. My goodness, you, that is quite a transformation. Um, 
We don't know where the Grand Inquisitor is. We must find him. I, I believe if we can take him out, we might be able to free the, the rest of the Balaki from this blight. Uh, and at which point I will begin to walk up the stairs. I don't wish to go too far, because uh, I would like Danica to receive a bit of the Twilight's blessing. Okay. Yeah, she will She will follow you. Uh, and she uh, nods. She also draws a silver short sword. Uh, a with silver her turn, short sword. She will gain 11 temporary hit points. Perfect. And that is all I can do. Okay. Dawnbringer. Yes. Uh, you hear a very grotesque sound from the basement. Uh, murmured voices. And then the clicking of what sounds like talons across a tile floor or a stone floor. Stolos? How are you doing now? Doing what? Well, you're over here, but I hear you downstairs, clearly. <laughs> Your little clickety-clacky <laughs> bird feet. I don't know what you're talking about. It must be his missing eye. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> I am her god. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's go down there and figure out what that is. Yeah, what the hell? Because uh, I didn't see anyone go down here. So, uh, Marius, uh, you see your friends coming down the staircase. Everyone, oh. hold off a moment. This is Danica. I have managed to revive her. Wow, she's looking you better see? already. <laughs> yep. Last I checked, she wasn't a bird. But now she's a bird. Stolas, what have you done? <laughs> it wasn't me. But, uh, at the very least, it's, uh... Oh! It's a very good thing that she's she's okay, because that could have gotten really bad. For, for our viewers out fault. there, here, here's a little little picture of what a were-raven could look like. Is that a character yeah. token? Uh, yeah, well, it, kinda. It's D&D's official art in the uh, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Oh, cool. Very cool. Well, because it's like moving around like a character. <laughs> yeah, it just has no background. Oh, okay. I That's edited cool. it out for something else later. Um, spoilers. Yeah. Well, that settles that. I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> okay, you go back upstairs. Uh, meeting, I would, I would guess. Uh, you all convene in the uh, main chapel. Are we taking like a short rest here? Or? Well, That would I... probably be good if we can, but I don't know if we have time. Danica approaches as you guys kind of huddle up, looking at the fortifications, and she looks to you, Ozal, with a nod, Caliban, and she says, What are your next steps? 
Az a chance We've fortified the church. We've also begun unraveling some of the mystery of the Inquisitors. It seems to be a dominate spell that has been placed on them and you as well. Though your curse seems to have been broken with your near death. Um, the in we were told the Inquisitor would be in this church, but we have yet to see him. Do you know where he may be? They have probably fallen back to the Boogermaster's Manor. That is their mean stronghold outside of this plowed. I think that's a good idea. I uh, managed to find this note, Ozal, in the Ministorum. It seems they've taken some kind of relic away from this church. Although, my guess is that they've taken it to the Burgermaster. Um, I will grab the uh, document. And, uh, Cody, can I give you a history check? Maybe I might know of any relic in this land that would have. Ooh. I don't know. It's like. It's, I assume St. Andrew is like a person. Would there be a relic that you would have been known to have? Are you using your Ozol character class trait? Is that what you're trying to do? Because you're I mean, like, I know a story about that, or I'm like a historian or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember what it is exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that, but then just also, just in general, like a history check. But yeah, sure, the class let's, trait. Let's see how your check shakes out. Sure, let's try. Sure. Um, which check would you like? History? Yes. Uh, 24. Ooh, 24. In your time in Barovia, uh, between you and Stolas together, kind of looking at books, um, you haven't done a lot of digging on St. Andrew's Church, but what you have noticed is below, the crypt that you were just in is labeled as the Crypt of Saints. And if you look closely, if you actually scroll up on the map, one of the sarcophagi when you were down there was open. Uh, and there was nothing inside. You think whatever relic or item that was here that has been taken came out of that sarcophagus because the other three are undisturbed. As well as when you look at the chamber itself leading down to these stairs, there's rubble in the doorway, almost like National Treasure, if you've seen where they go into the church and they break down the plaque. That's mm -hmm. kind of what it looks like. This text, this wall of text on, that was written in stone has been destroyed and crumbled that descends down, listing who St. Andrew was and what his deeds were, right? Mm -hmm. So that is kind of what I can give you based on what you know. Looking around the church, I assume this big statue... Do we? Do I know that that, like, is there a plaque that says that that's Saint Andrew, Andrews? Uh, would you like to check it out? Uh, sure. I'll walk over and give it a look. See. Okay. In fact, it is. Is the statue holding anything of importance? Like in his hands or on his back or the statue itself is depicted holding a raven mm -hmm. 
in one hand and a sun in the other. Um, as you walk over, Danica will join you. She sidles up next to you as she sees you kind of standing alone there. And she says, St. Andrew was one of the last remaining clerics who worshipped the sun. In fact, he is the one who laid down the holy script that talks about Barovia before the mist fell upon this land. This church was founded in his honor because he helped our order, the order of the were-ravens. Our order has been kept secret. This was once hallowed ground. Whatever Andril has done or did is not important, but what was important were the bones that were laid to rest in this church. Without them, this place has been desecrated and is no longer sacred. What I have a the feeling... Still there? Oh, go ahead. The bones are still in the sarcophagi, are they not? Uh, on the map they are, but on the actual oh. sarcophagus they're not. Okay, gotcha. Apologies. So confused. No, it's okay. How did St. Andrews die? Little is known. It's been seven to eight hundred years with Strahd pruning and destroying texts. The only rivals he's never had were other deities, gods, beings that could rival his dark power, the dark powers themselves that rule this land. Any hope that these people once had has been flushed out and destroyed. That is why our order exists. That is why we tried to protect Father Lucian. But apparently I... And she kind of, like, shakes her were-raven head like she's trying to remember, but whatever has happened, she cannot, for the life of her, articulate that instance. My lady, you've spoken to Erwin, and he was unwilling to join this fight for the city. Are there any other in your order who would join us in reclaiming the city of Velaki? The majority of our order is in the process of moving to the, vi the winery, fortifying and creating a new hideout, being that Velaki may be lost by tonight. I will stand with you. Thank you. Is there any underground passages between the church and the Burgermaster's Manor? Or is it simply walking through the streets? Not that I am aware of. How confident are you that they're at the manor? Uh, she puts a hand to her beak and kind of thinks for a second. I'm fairly confident that would be the only place where they would go. You have not slain but a quarter of their forces. I mean... I, d I don't know. It's hard to say. I could take the form of a raven and go out a window and scout for you, should you want me to. I think that would be best. Uh, we will need to take a, a short moment here to rest and recuperate from our wounds. Uh, after which... It should take about an hour's time if you could go and do some reconnaissance for us. Let your husband know that you're alive and well. And we will be here. Uh, she nods. 
she will walk kind of back because she hears you yelling across the church to to her. Uh, even though her voice would carry very well in here, the acoustics of this building are meant for voices to travel. Uh, she will walk over to this little stained glass window, throw her taloned hand through it, and then turn into a flurry of ravens and fly off. I'll gesture to Vor and say, Vor, do some reconnaissance as well. Come back when you're finished. Okay. Vor will also uh, fly off. Now we'll rejoin the party. Do we join the party? Um, it's very quiet. It's very, very quiet, especially for it being midday. The streets, there's not a lot of noise coming from it. The wind has picked up um, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, so much so that you can hear it gusting and kind of the, sh the stones themselves will gently shift as you hear the panes of glass kind of do that thing in older houses where the wind goes through and you hear it comes through the cracks a little bit because it's not perfectly sealed, right? Even though it's a brand uh, new building, but okay. Yeah, well, you know, it's medieval construction. The next thing you hear is <laughs> from the main door and then several hands kind of beating on the door and then it stops. Who is it? And that is your short rest. The hour passes. Do I do I get health back? Yes, you may roll your hit dice. Uh, those of you that have uh, the ability to regain spell slots, please do so. As you take your short rest. Um... I had only used one spell slot that I got the right. I I think so. I actually don't remember how your spell slot regeneration works. You don't know it was um, the shield of faith uh, last ten minutes. Also, um, so I'm assuming I get it back if we press that. Sure. Order. Yeah, I think I think so. Uh, read through the little paragraphs on your right. There should be something about spell regeneration. And um, <clears throat> as far as. Uh, as far as the temporary hit points, those go away, right? Uh, that's a nice yes. question. Yes, your temporary hit points will go away. Gotcha. Uh, but our extended hit point maximum, will that go away or no? That will not. That still lasts okay. probably for another seven hours. Cool. Maybe six Thank hours you. at this point. Okay, and hit dice? How do I do the hit dice? So on your character sheet, there's a hit dice option. Oh, yes. You can just click the hit dice and just bring that number down for each one that you expend. I expended three in order to bring my hit points back up to 54. So Burn has rolled a d10 plus four for eight. Calamban has rolled a d12 plus four for 13. I rolled a d6 plus two for eight. Um. So 16, so... Those are to 49. Uh, I think you have Leon hands too, Burn. Uh, 
Does that go back up after the rest, or...? Did you use it? Yeah. Okay, then no, you don't have it. It's gone for the day. You don't get that till long rest. I, I have 15 left, but I'll stay. Okay, I mean, case. you can use them if you want to. No, just in case. I'll do okay. another hit dice. Okay. It's another six. Forty-nine plus six brings you to fifty-five. Um, the hit dice—I mean, I can't do a hit dice in the middle of a fight, right? No. So if I can you, just use them all. I—that's up to you, man. You so, can do two short rests it, in a day. Yes, it depends. But on a long rest, you're only going to recover half of your available hit dice. So since we have six hit dice available for. For healing, you would only get three after an extended rest, so you don't get all of them back after every rest. Okay, I'll just use the three. You brought this bird creature back to life, but you can't heal us anymore, Marius? What the heck? That was Danica, and my healing is... <laughs> Rather limited. It took quite a bit of magic to ensure that she was able to recover from the curse that was afflicting her. I'm missing her an eye, Marius. <laughs> that is beyond my magic at this point. You could pray to your deity, or maybe if you'd like to switch to the Night Mother, she might be willing to grant you a new eye. I turn my back on Bahamut? Never. How would you even suggest such a thing? <laughs> uh, Zach, I need you to roll odd or even. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. A D20 tell me, or? Uh, God, I cannot talk at the moment. I'm thinking too hard. I need you to roll a D4. Odd, Vor does not come back. Even, Vor reports. Okay. Vor comes back. Vor comes back wounded. No! Uh, limping, limping through the window, uh, Danica kind of following Vor in, uh, which is kind of this shifting moat or um, mob of ravens that coalesces into her were-raven form. Uh, panting, you can see that there's an arrow sticking out of her back. Uh, Vor clearly has had an arrow go through one of their wings um, as they kind of come back and uh, Danica pulls it out throws it on the ground and says they are in fact at the manor and your flying cat is quite troublesome as it tried to get inside to scout thoroughly out there <laughs> Um, I will ask Vor telepathically about, well, I guess also the were lady. How many guards, or inquisitors rather, would you say there were? Several. Several. I was not able to get into the house. I flew much higher and used my keen sight to scout. Uh, I was able to confirm that there were a few contingent coming in and out, shouting orders at each other. Your cat! perched on the ledge and tried to go inside. And that's when it was shot. 
Well, I suppose we should make our way to the manor. Okay. Um, Lady wait, Danica, uh, is, she, is she wounded as well? Does she have an arrow sticking in her? Uh, she did not take enough damage because of her resistance uh, to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Uh, she was dealt four points. She's only taken an extra two points of damage. Okay. So, uh, she is, however, technically, in this state, bloodied. Um, I'm gonna walk to Marius and say, Master Marius, when we pass through the town, would now be the opportune time to free Slag and have him join our efforts? Well, I, I do not know. Where, uh, Lady Danica, where exactly is the Baron's Manor here in town? So, you guys are right here. I will put a yellow circle over it. Here. The Burgermaster obviously is the giant orange circle here on N3. And Slag is here. Uh, to update, since you guys have had sent scouts out, the checkpoints have been rearranged. Uh, a little bit more defensive than the normal. I think it's time that we go down across the, uh, the wall on the south and make our way towards the Burgomaster's mansion. That sounds like a good idea to me. Lady Danica, is there any vantage points looking over the Burgomaster's mansion? <laughs> you could simply come to the top of the church. It is the highest building in the entirety of the town. The bell tower would offer you a great view. How many feet is that? The bell tower is approximately four and a half stories in the sky. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I assume Six it's more than 150 tall. feet away from the Burgermaster's mansion. Oh, yes, it is much further than Wait a minute, we just spent all this time mansion. fortifying this place. Why are we leaving? My boy, we need to snuff out this Inquisition. We have killed all the Inquisitors that are here. Now we must bring and the fight to them. Again. Unfortunately, uh, they didn't storm the place like I thought they would. They knocked. We didn't let them in. How do you know it was them? Oh. Who else would have Danica, do you think it might be wise to attempt to rally the citizens of this town to our cause? There were or several attempting to come in the church. Let's say you, Marius. Do you Where think there would be people? We I could go to the. We could go to the top of the bell tower and I may cast prestidigitation and make a booming voice, encouraging those in the town to fight for their freedom from the Inquisition. We'll light the biggest fire the North has ever seen. Speaking of fire, the North Gate is on fire. Is it's on fire. Man? What, if what we, happened? <clears throat> what if we split into groups? Never split the party. Never. No. I was going to say, we could all 
burned uh, out. I was, why don't you listen to my idea? First of all, Stolas. Uh, Marius and I could take to the streets, rallying anybody who will join us in a fight. And we all meet up at the bell tower where y'all will have trekked and made your call with your booming voice. My dear boy, the bell tower is above us. We need not leave to make this call. Oh, alright, then go ahead. As you <laughs> say that... I just barred the door shut. But. You hear a knock from the bell tower door. Who goes there? You are not in that room, my guy. How dare you. <laughs> oh, from here? Yes. Oh, man. Okay. They were in there already? No, they must have flown up or climbed or something. Because I had to fly all the way up to get in there. I have a feeling this is going to be <laughs> the ever-present Count Strahd. Oh, God, okay. Well, we haven't said he can enter yet. He entered the place already. It's a temple of worship. Yeah, doesn't he need to be invited in? He's a vampire. This is a temple of worship. It's open to all people. Burn it is, is currently your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, How do you proceed? Um, can I use um, divine sense? That would be wonderful. Okay, divine sense uh, lets me figure out if there's an evil presence or a malevolent presence around us, so I will... Where is it? Here we go. Cast Divine Sense. <clears throat> the presence of strong evil uh, re uh, registers on your senses like a noxious odor, and powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. What do I... What am I feeling? You... Great, great Dungeon Master. You pick up two things. Based on your passive, you... Smell the scent of citrus and lavender. Ooh, that sounds good. On top of that, you smell something that smells like wet dog. Okay, that could be okay. And <laughs> something that smells like fire. Now, those are your physical smells that you can feel with your actual nose. As your divine sense comes off, you hear the trumpets... Uh, of muted horns, not like overwhelming good, but good. No, not not bad. Sad horns. <laughs> oh. Sure. Uh, there is a second genteel knock on the door. All right, let me move these pews and see who the hell it is. Making me undo this work I've done. You are met with two faces. Make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Ten. Okay, you fail. And you uh -huh. are trampled by an armored saber-toothed tiger Bro. that has destroyed this door. <laughs> And landed on top of you in the pews. And then you hear a shocked woman go, ah! <laughs> and see a silver longsword 
and a very genteel gentleman with rugged features who says, oh my, as they descend down the bell tower stairs. It is, in fact, Van Richten and Irina. Uh, well, I have never been more happy to be wrong. <laughs> you got my letter, Van Richten. I did. You have also been gone a month, as Irina says. You've been gone a month. <laughs> a wizard or... <laughs> <laughs> a wizard what? A wizard what? You were gone a month with no calling, no lettering. You left me at this inn in the plague of these inquisitors. Of course I went and got help. My lady, we were... Delayed. We were beyond time and space, my lady. Uh, due to your rustic hospitality burn, this tiger begins to lick your wound out of your eye uh, as it begins to purr and lay on top of you. Thanks. It's actually kind of (laughs) nice. It's been a month for us, Lady Arena. No shit. Burn has lost an eye. Marius has grown wings. She was there for the wings. Oh, just kidding. Stolas eats people now. Stolas eats people? people. That's ridiculous. Wait, she just glossed over the I died? Wow, how dare her. Um, you die. You say you die, but look, here you are, standing in front of me, old man, still. You're not dead. You're a liar. Am I not as I was no. last you saw me, my lady? You are still old man, are you not? I was an old snake man last you saw. With blue <laughs> oh. skin. And I'll slip my hat up. What are you, a slippery snake? Look, now you're old. But well, she gives you a hug all the same. Hell, how <laughs> about that? It's like, I liked it better when it was just the Tiger Man. She says, we have brought help. How can we help? We are going to storm the Burgermaster's Manor. And we can use some assistance. We can can kill that beach. Can you go and rescue Slag? There's no time for the beach. We need to attack now. Cause a distraction for those that are protecting the Burgermaster's Manor so we could get inside. Van Richten removes his rose-tinted spectacles while he begins to rub them off on his jacket. I believe distraction is what I do best, Marius. Yes, of course. Doesn't he chum? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's like Avengers Endgame right now. Irina <laughs> uh, says, do you want me to go with him or with you? I think he has distraction handled as he uh, like snaps his fingers and the tiger gets up off of you burn and kind of circles back to him. I think if you could help and ensure that the rest of the villagers stay away from the Burgermaster's Manor and any other Inquisitors, that would probably be best, Irina. Unless they want to help. We have distracted the Northern God to the gate, which is now ablaze. Um, I believe my alchemy has come a long way in the last month into creating fire. Specifically, um, we have much to talk about. Uh, but yes, I will keep casualties to a minimum. Well, you don't have to do that, but. Oh, thank you, Stolas. You are a bird after No, you must keep casualties to a minimum. We're and not what's trying you, to Ozal? hurt innocent people. Uh, it is for the greater good, Marius. You above all should know about the greater good. 
Well, I believe our plan is ready then. Yes, I shall keep casualties to a minimum. Imitating your voice or attempting to, Marius. Uh, as he mounts his tiger and goes back up the stairs. We have a door down here, but okay. No, it's fine. I shall rain down fury and hell from above. I believe this would be a good fortification for the townsfolk, so they do not get in the way of my fire. Perhaps you can help with some of the effort. Don't have to burn their homes down either. It's fine, they can rebuild. <laughs> oh! Marius by the way. turns and walks off at this point. Marius! This man. Marius! Marius, by the way! Ma what? Mar Mar Marius! What? What? What do you by desire, old? By the way. <clears throat> The Burgermaster is not himself. Can we kill him? You can, though... My... research, to be vague, since I don't know if there are ears in this building or not, has not been able to penetrate the outside of his building. I am able to divine within a certain area of the house being the first floor. Outside of the first floor, it is as if all magic has been cut off. So, be careful heading in there. I do not know what you're going up against. But it's not Strahd, I can tell you that. I see. Cut off the magic, huh? Let us uh, be on our way then. I suggest burning it down. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Did someone uh, say burn it down? Burn it down, old man. You know how it is. Word to your mother. This guy gets proficient <laughs> in fire, and now all of a sudden he wants to burn everything down. I mean, wouldn't you? I'm all for it. That <laughs> seems natural to me. <laughs> what happened raise, to your face? <laughs> I'm a dragonborn, so let's. I'm, I'm for burning it down. Burning it down. Okay. Your plan goes off. Should should I start the introductions, or should you? you or should. do you want me just to go higgledy-piggledy through the town, causing distractions like I did last time? I think you should try and draw those around the uh, Burgomaster's manor away, and then we can make our way inside of the manor ourselves. We're going to attempt to go to the south of the town and follow along the wall to come from the southern side of the man there. Okay. Uh, Irina will speak up and she says, I would like to help the townsfolk into the chapel if possible. I think I that think. between me and this creature, she gestures over to the were-raven, I assume they are on your side? Another bird thing like the Stolasing? <laughs> we could save the town folk. And I'm sure Van Richten can draw them off and help defend this area. What say you, Marius? And Ozal. And Ben. Um, Lady Irina, if you would like to come with me to the bell tower, perhaps we can make a call to the city, the people of the city, to come here for shelter. 
Okay. She will go with you to the bell tower. All right. Yeah, this is a good place to stay if you want to be safe. Uh, <laughs> Van Richten will go up first. You can see that there are claw marks on the side of the stone where presumably this tiger crawled up and through as they leap off the bell tower and onto the first floor of the uh, roof as he begins to head off towards the Burgermaster's Manor. Make the call. Irina follows you up to the top right, to the fourth level of the bell tower. Ozol? I will um, cast Prestidigitation and say, my lady, beckon out to the citizens of this town and let them know that this is a place of refuge. I will amplify your voice and I'll place my hand on her shoulder and uh, cast Prestidigitation. All right. Uh, she's taken aback at first and then kind of gets this stern look across her face as she says, People of Wallachie, hear me and know my name. I am Irina Koliana. Your town has been under siege from a cruel burgomaster, inquisitors, strad, creatures of the night. Come take refuge in the church as these heroes take care of your issues. Uh, as that happens, you see a fire spring up uh, in the southern part of the town as horns begin to go off and her voice echoes. All right. With that being done, I will begin walking down the bell tower uh, towards the south exit of the church. Okay. Irina is going to go down here. And so is Danica. They're going to leave the main door fortified. But they are also going to move the fortifications from the small doorway out of the way. I'm stuck in the wall, if you can help me. Yeah, I'll help you. So they can funnel people in through a smaller area and not have to worry about barring the giant doors. Uh, as town folk begin pouring into the church. Sweet. Okay. Copyrighted music begins to play as people begin running through the streets. So, uh, someone walk me through what you're doing. Get some, get some ink out here. This is on fire over here. So the idea is to make our way south along the wall and then to follow the path from there yep. towards the Burgomaster's Burgoman, uh, Manor. Sounds great. Uh, how, how are you making haste? I imagine we're trying to take a little bit of time so that we Van Richten has the opportunity to draw the uh, patrols away, uh, maybe trying to be a bit stealthy, which would reduce our time. Okay. Why don't you guys give me a group stealth check? All right. Oof. Mario um, says roll day two. 
Burn has rolled an 18 in heavy armor and a 20, but 18 is what, what sticks. Uh, 11 for Ozone. Okay. 8 for Mark. Oh no. Why am I rolling like that? You have advantage uh, or disadvantage turned on. I don't. On your, on your core sheet. Uh, no, so with he, because he's wearing heavy, heavy he's wearing heavy armor. He automatically has disadvantage. Oh, I see. Okay. With I an eighteen, like, I definitely didn't have a selected. Okay. We have three successes and two failures, which is enough for you guys to stealthily approach the Burgermaster's manor. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> nice. Uh, give me just a moment as I move some things around. Zach, we're going to be on the bottom left this time. Copy that. Oops. Well, maybe not. Come on, Lost. Neil. There we go. It's the bottom right. It is, but I'm, I'm going to move you guys over because you guys are approaching from the back. I... On me? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, is your health current across the board with these tokens? Uh, yeah, I have above max health because the uh, my hit point maximum went up from uh, Marius. Okay. Same here. I will right, paste you guys. Bam! To the bottom left. Did that, did that post? Am I supposed um, to get hit points from Marius? Oh, yeah. We're also on the other side, but yeah. Bottom oh, left weird. is good. I can't see you on the other side. Yeah, you want us to the bottom left, so we're there. Okay. Alright. Uh, we will just keep your initiative order. Awesome. Uh, why not? No can burn, you, to answer your question. Can you make it... It's like black on my screen, the turn order. I don't know if you just have to fill it in again. Oh. Uh -oh. It's, it's map-based... Same thing. Uh, uh, what do you mean, Marius? Is there a way I can fix that or do so, I have to reroll? So the tokens that were on the previous map where the turn order was are no longer uh, here. So okay. can we just roll again? I mean, we're not um, in combat at this point. Yeah, I'll just take you out of combat. We'll just close initiative. Okay. Um. Yeah. There you are. Uh, go ahead and add Vor to the board. You approach the Burgermaster's Manor, and I believe I have a handout. It may be. Bear with me for two seconds here. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, this banner has walls of plastered stone uh, that display mini scars, as many places do in Barovia. Uh, some of the plaster has fallen away from age and neglect. Drapes cover every window, including the lar large arched window above the mansion's double entrance doors. Posted outside those two doors, uh, you can hear the rustling of armor and, and boots, as you believe that there are guards on the other side of the manor from where you were at, as well as being able to hear bootsteps running through the house um, as horns call off other guards to the area of fire. 
Do we see any guards? Do you see any guards? Not on the backside. Okay. Um, I guess I'll uh, walk to this door here. And uh, can you tell me anything about it? Is it... Uh... It is a worn wooden steps um, that kind of lead out to the gardens. You can see the gardens themselves are mostly root vegetables uh, and a little bit of grapes, not a lot. Um, the door itself was slightly ajar. Uh, and you can hear a woman humming and chopping vegetables inside. Okay. Um, Oops, too far. Well, I will relay this information to the party. Um, and I guess ask who wants to be the first one in. I'll do it. Um, is it dark from what I can see inside the house, Cody, or is it, uh... Uh, no, there are a few light sources. Okay, gotcha. Alright, I'm going in. Go ahead and, uh, just drop initiative when you get a chance. Oh, sorry. Uh, Ozal got a 26, another nat 20 for initiative, 26.12. Darius got a 15. The Inquisitor's got a 7, and the Cook got a 15. I got a 12. How you doing, Mark? Have you put initiative in, or burn? Uh, Mark got no, a 22. No, I'm sorry. I, I thought we, you were keeping our initiative. Sorry. I'm, it wouldn't let me. I'm sorry. Um, Mark got a 22. Mark, just make sure to double-click your token, and then hit initiative again, and... Cody, if I I'll guess you're going to be cool about it, change it to 22. Damn, sorry. Yep. Uh, I'll just put it in here. Bam. Caliban with a 22.14. Maybe? I like the comments from the Twitch. Oh yeah, give us, give us some shout, comment shout out while I'm setting up stuff here. Pillage all enemies of the state. No enemies <laughs> of the proletariat will remain. <laughs> Don't turn on me, flag. <laughs> all right. Um, who went? Solas, you're going first. Is that what you said? Yeah, I, I just walked in here. Okay, Solas. Like we've got a civilian. I will drop listen here so that our viewers can see the room uh you enter are you entering quietly are you how oh no i just it. like walked in through the door like casually yeah. like i own the place uh yes there's this beautiful young lady dressed in uh, a gown uh with black accents on it some frilly lace <laughs> she's chopping vegetables 
uh, very, very quickly with excellent knife skills. Gordon Ramsay would be so proud. Look at the middle of the four-finger pinch with the knife as she's chopping and scraping things into a pot. Uh, she looks up at you and is horrified to see that a creature has entered the house. Uh, it's not her turn, but she is definitely scared of you, Stolas. What do you do? Um, okay. Well, first of all, uh, I'll make an attempt to calm her down. <laughs> it's probably not the best thing to do is just surprise people while being a bird. But, um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't make any noise. We're not here to hurt you. Wait, are you intimidating her, or are no, you no, attempting I'm, I'm to just like, persuasion? Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay. Uh, should I roll persuasion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give me get, yeah. give it to me. Give it to me. Here we go. Am I highlighted? I am not. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, persuasion. I got a ten. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let me. Come on. Shift click. Commoner. Um, charisma. She, uh, she accepts it. Uh, she looks at you and puts her hands up, uh, letting the knife drop as she cowers behind the bar as you enter. Anything else you would like to do, Stolas? Um, can I investigate this room just to see if there's anything worth noting or anything unusual about the place? Like, is there, I, I guess, is there a, does it look like their situation here in terms of, like, their supplies is vastly different from the people in town? Yes, there is an abundance of food, uh, whereas some of the other places you've seen a little bit more of a scarcity. Uh, you can see that there are several other entrances there are stack supplies for more people than there probably should be in this house uh right here which oh roll 20 don't do this right there um crates and crates of food uh more crates back here this door behind her is also slightly ajar and you can see a very full pantry of food So I'm going to motion for Olzal to walk in. It's clear. It's just this lady. We'll do that. He's probably a little more personable than Stola, so... <laughs> and I'll say, my lady, I mean you no harm. Can you tell us where the Burgermaster is? Uh, she points to the stairs, um, located where the X'd out Vor is heading up. Thank you. Now we'll give her a bow. Okay. Go ahead, okay. Ozol, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm still kind of in the entryway, so I'm going to gesture to Marius... Uh, burning Caliban, and I'm gonna tell them the Burgermaster is upstairs. And I'm gonna begin walking up the stairs, okay. stopping about here. I guess uh, is there a door in front of me that I can see? 
Uh, let me look up on the map here. Sorry, my roll 20 is chugging pretty hard. Yeah. There is not a door, but I can put you on the second layer. Um, yeah, I'll stop just before the second layer so I can get the rest of the guys in here. Okay. And I'll have Vor uh, join me as well, but that kind of messes up the map, so Vor will just be there. That's my turn. Perfect. Uh, if you want to zoom out, maybe, Zach. Uh, out and up. That is what oh, you gotcha. begin to see. Yep. Gotcha. Perfect. Uh, Caliban, I see you have rolled stealth with a 20. I assume you are a sneaky boy. I am a dirty dog, for sure. For sure. So I will be moving towards the front of the line here. And can I can I can I come in? Yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and move yourself freely. You have your thirty feet of movement. Each square is five feet. Um, you are entering the rear of the house for audio listeners. In through the the servants' entrance where the kitchen is. And Ozal has gone up the stairs on the southernmost wall, headed to the second level. Uh, come on, roll 20. You got me in the dark here. I'm sorry. Uh, it is intentional that you're in the dark. You do not have, uh, as far as I know, night vision. Okay, right. But uh, I can fix that. Can you... Go to the left of the map. Bottom left. Bottom left? Bottom left, and what do I do? I you should be able to see okay, yeah, I'm sorry. okay, yeah, I can see myself now, yes. So now I'm going to move myself uh, next to Stolas. And I don't see any... I don't see any... anybody else, right? Uh, there is a cowering woman behind the bar, uh, which is that token, and she has, uh, under Stolas's advisement, kept quiet and put the knife down. Okay, so I'll, I'll stand uh, at ease also, next to Stolas. Okay, uh, Zach has gone up the set of stairs here. Would you like to sneak up to him as well? Yes, I would. Did I? Forty. Yep, I'm gonna move you up a layer, and this will be your total. You have forty feet of movement, correct? Yes. Okay. But that would be the forty feet, right? Yep, this will put you at the full 40, okay. which puts you in stealth okay. behind right. Ozal. No, you're good, bud. Just want to make sure. For. So now you're going to scroll up north from where you were at until you see your character token next to Ozal. Okay, I got it. Love it. Thank you. And right there, I have marked that you are a ninja with 20 stealth. Uh, burn. Same thing, bud. Bottom left of the map. Kitchen. Back of house. Um, what do you do? I do a tuck and roll into the room. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it um, consumes half your stamina bar. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, does my rustic hospitality have any effect on this lady? Like, calm her down? Oh, buddy. You walk... You, do you swagger into the room? How do, Describe this to me. As you enter this this abode, 
Well, I'm assuming I have to duck in because I'm so tall. You do. But Whack. very, very gently. I don't like barge my way in. I, you know, so, something that'd be very comforting to somebody. You know. Yeah, I, I can narrate that. You, you walk in. You see this woman cowering from Stolas. And you're, you you look that she's chopping root vegetables. She's got potatoes. She's got carrots. Carrots are, you know, her knife work is excellent. So the first thing you do is comment, what a wonderful job she's doing building this stew, just the way your mother used to do it. And a single tear rolls down from her eye as she smiles at you, and she nods. And she whispers the word, thank you. No problem, my lady. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stolas is more frightening than he appears. Uh, or yeah, or he's more... He appears more frightening than he is. <laughs> she, she lets out a little <laughs> giggle and covers her mouth. <laughs> you are a very silly giant man. Uh, try. Not harder. Because natural. Uh, she picks up one of the carrots and offers it to you, not knowing what to do in a situation like this. I'll gladly take a carrot. Yeah, you lean down and she take it from her. Uh, I, she's. I eat it and I gain all my health back. I'm just <laughs> out of a twenty. Uh, how how good looking is this nice lady? She's a nine out of twenty. Oh. A little homely, which is okay because she's she's a chef. She's the cook, right? Like that's all right. <laughs> Yeah, anything else you'd like to do? You've only moved... Uh, I'm giving you the free entrance into the house, so you have your full um, 30 feet of movement. Ozal has gone up the stairs. You can hear... Uh, the house is quiet, but you can hear boots kind of moving on the second level. Yeah, I, I was going to stay down here with Stolas just in case. Okay. Perfect. Well, yeah. Ozal has backup with Calabam, so... What a pro. Cool. Uh, I'll take her turn, then. She she looks up at you, and she says, Excuse me, your, your, your knight... Miss, sir, she kind of gives a half curtsy. May I leave? And she kind of looks out the door and then to you. Is it true what they said about the church? Is it really safe? It's very safe. We barred all the doors, so no one will harm you when you get inside. Okay. Um, just so you know, um... Uh, the door through where the bird person is and is a dining room and through that is the, the main dining hall and there are five inquisitors in there that are eating um, just just so you know and I will take my leave to the church your kindness sir she kind of squeezes between you two and uh, exits out the door and she will see you Marius and bolt up the street Okay, but she's actually leaving. She's not doing anything tricky. Yeah. No, okay. no, no. She gone skis. Okay. You you have charmed her with your rustic hospitality, good sir. Yeah, oh, she was she was momentarily stunned by my beauty, and you calmed her right down. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marius, you get a free movement to the door there. Uh, what would you like to do? You mean it takes me no no spacing counting for me to get yeah, to the I'm door? Not, yeah, you guys are approaching from behind. I put you guys in initiative order, and then once you enter the house, you can start using your movement. So 5, 10, 15, 20. I will go up the stairs following Osol. Okay. Uh, Calumet? 
Yeah, let me push you up a layer here. Uh, as you... Are you sneaking at all? Uh, I will make the best attempt to, but no promises. Okay. <laughs> as I natural on it! Ow! Oh, no. Okay. Sad face. You do what I have done several times in my life, and you trip on the bottom stair and faceplant. Uh, creating quite the ruckus. Uh, and are prone on that stair. I'll use the remaining bit of my movement to stand up. You quickly recover. <laughs> and that is where I can move. Um... Let's see here. I'll brandish my sword and shield and uh, use my action to continue climbing the stairs. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And I see this Inquisitor here. Correct. Is he looking at me whenever I come up the stairs here? Yes, but it's not his turn. Uh, he heard the ruckus, which unfortunately kind of breaks Caliban's stealth as he uh, snaps his head over to the stairs. And as you approach up the stairs, he is surprised, to say the very least, to see that you are not an Inquisitor walking up the stairs. You're you, and you are kind of scary. I am kind of scary. Uh... I will then make a bonus action to uh, cast Spiritual Weapon. So let me pull this token onto the table. Summon it Marius, there. Please roll me a d6 as you summon your weapon on the second level of this floor. Okay. A two. two. Okay, your sword summons just fine. Interesting. It takes, it kind of, well, typically when you summon it, right, it's boop, there it is. Red radiant light of the Night Mother, her wrath incarnate in a blade. It almost hesitates. You cast the spell, and it takes a heartbeat longer than it normally would. Hmm. Really? Yes. Oh, boy. That's not going to be good. Uh, the weapon summons a 19 to hit. Hits? Or 9 points of force damage. 9 points of force damage. Good. Ow. And that is it for my turn. Okay. Stolas. Awesome. Um. Uh, you hear Marcus trip on the base stair. Stand up. Look around. Uh, draw his sword. Run up the stairs. Uh, and you hear the wow of his sword being summoned. What do you do? Burn, do you think we should stay back a bit in case those five Inquisitors come through here? Could be smart. I'd hate to go upstairs and be vulnerable. Well, if we're down here, just the two of us are vulnerable. That's true. Strength in numbers. All right. 
Uh, before we do that, I am going to kind of like peek into this pantry here. Um, does it look like there's any items in there like potions or something that could be useful or is it just food? Uh, roll rest, uh, perception because you're just kind of looking. Whoop. Okay. Uh, four. Let me roll on my end here. Let me see what I can give you. Uh, <laughs> well, I uh, I rolled a five, but you know what? I I will give you one thing. There is no potions, unfortunately. However, there is kindling for the fire and oil for the lamps that has been stacked neatly on this shelf. Huh. Which fires? Are there, like, lamps everywhere, or...? There, there are lamps hung through the house. Uh, you can see one kind of on the table over here. I see. Um, on top of that, the fire, there's actually a, like, stew pot going on behind Burn here uh, with a roaring fire on it. Uh, cooking tonight's dinner, you presume. I see. Or what oh. will be tonight's dinner, because it's... We have roughly... We started in the morning... You guys headed out. We had that whole adventure. You guys rested. So it's probably just now, somewhere around 2 in, in the afternoon. Between all the fighting, the searching, the planning, the resting. Well, I don't think that would be particularly useful, but you also just sort of pointed it out among everything, so... It's, it's something, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll grab those items and just keep them on my person until we figure out what to do. And then I'll, uh, head back, uh, this way to go up the stairs. I believe I can move right here. <clears throat> and that'll be the uh, end of my turn. Okay. Uh, the Inquisitors will go. Let me roll a couple things over here for myself. Uh, Marius, let's resolve this situation first. Um. I'm going to roll one, two, three, four, five. Five wisdom checks for the downstairs. Yikes. Those are 29, 21, critical hit, 3, and 12. And for you upstairs, Marius, I will roll 1, which is a 7. And let's start with this guy. He will step out of the threat range of your magical sword and over to you. And he will make two attacks, drawing his short sword. I have an 11 and a 26 to hit. I believe the 26 hits. It certainly does. Okay. Uh, please make a constitution saving throw as the poison on the blade. Uh, oh, also, on your passive perception, 
you notice as he draws from his scabbard that the actual scabbard itself typically would just kind of hang loose like with the wood go to a neutral position almost seems like it's weighted but as you see him draw kind of down and out you can actually see some poison leak out and onto the floor almost as if the scabbard itself is what's containing the poison for the blade is marius within 10 feet of me marius is not I, within Ooh, I am, hold on i am i am not it does it would i don't think it would work through the floor what about sure, vertically that's what i was thinking uh no he is not oh damn okay that's a cool idea. Um, it, it is an aura, right? Maybe line of sight? Probably line of sight. You're probably right on that, Marius. Um, he attacks you twice. 12 is enough. 10 is what we were looking for. You take 10 points of piercing damage. I will take that. That hurts. And then on this wall, closest to the Inquisitor, he will slam his other hand <laughs> into the wall. What an idiot! The wall's not even on our team! <laughs> uh, Stolos and Burn, you hear a. <laughs> and a. Jedi! Construed grumbling as you hear two chairs dismount and. 10, 15, 20, 25. Boot steps head your direction. Well, I guess that goes against what we were planning. Uh, you can hear them in the next room over here. Uh, two sets of footsteps, but that is as far as they can get this round. Ozal the Wizzies. So much for the stealthy option. Um, I'm going to uh, move here have Vor move here and I'm going to cast Firebolt actually I'm sorry I'm going to cast uh, Mind Sliver against the Inquisitor right in front of me Okay. Uh, it is 7 psychic damage for uh, a DC 16 save a disorienting spike of psychic energy uh, enters the mind of one creature you can see within range the target must succeed on an intelligence saving throw or take uh, in this case, seven damage. Uh, you got a 15, which I believe is a failure. It is a failure. On your next saving throw, you subtract 1d4 uh, from that. Perfect. Uh, and uh, little... how tall is... Uh, I'm sorry if I may have missed this. How tall is this, um, the ceiling above us? Uh, it's it's standard vaulted ceilings, right? They're uh, approximately eight feet. Okay, I'll have Vor basically fly to the full eight feet. Okay. In where he's at, but eight feet in the air. Gotcha. And that'll Flying be my turn. Eight. Okay. Breaker of Chains. Caliban. Ninja Man. You are so sneaky on the bottom of the stairs that no one has spied you. Sneaky boy. Uh, How would you like to proceed? I would love to take out this Inquisitor, so I will move up until the Inquisitor. And, uh, oh my god. This is my chance. Oh. I will attack. Winter's Howl. 
yes. <laughs> winter's Howl, indeed. I will use Winter's Howl. Please. 24 hits. Uh, you have not declared that you're raging. So you don't get the extra two damage, but it's 15 total damage, but you have two attacks. There's no other enemies in sight, so... You can I attack will... the same guy again. Yeah, I'll, I will do the same. I will use Winter's Hell again. You bring your two-handed great axe down on him. It has these carvings of wolves on it. Cold magic oriented from it. Your second attack, uh, he is able to kind of throw himself against the wall as it comes down and you hit the floorboards uh, and it misses. <laughs> Damn it! Well done. Well done. Uh, you are also no longer in stealth, so I'll take those uh, off you here. Uh, Dawnbringer. Yes. Am I still in stealth? Um, did you roll stealth? Oh, well... Well, we were sneaking earlier. I'm sorry. That's okay. I just assumed it's my fault. Uh, I, I would say you probably came out of it to approach that nice lady. At the very least, right? Damn, but that stupid winch! I'm just kidding. Um, That's okay. Okay, the guys are at this door. They're coming into this room, right? Yes, they uh, they are headed. They are in the next room. Uh, closest to Stolos here. They seem to be coming to see whatever disturbance that was, uh, and you can make out two sets of footsteps. Uh, can I shove this table in front of the door? Yes. Bar it yes, you can. And then, and then we can run upstairs? Sounds great. Okay, I want to do that. Anybody need a strength check? or uh, Athletics, actually. Strength athletics. Uh, here we go. 14. Uh, that's enough. Uh, you are considered much larger than you are, being that you're a Goliath, and this door is now barred. It's a barred. Can you believe that? Hell yeah. Alright, Stolas, let's, let's get the hell out of here. I'll put you right here, as if you were... <laughs> uh, do you go up the stairs? Yeah, I want to I wanna make sure Stolas is with me, though. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 would put you on the next layer. And yeah, Stolas will come with you on her uh, their turn. Let me drag you up. Marius Rodari, why don't you start your action while I am dragging Burn here? Sure thing. <clears throat> I will burn this action to move the spiritual weapon over and make a strike. Okay. Does a 16 hit? It does not. Damn, hard. Uh, yes. Oh, he's holding a shield. I forgot to mention that. Ah. As a heads up. Gotcha. I will move into a flanking position with Kalimban. Nice. And then with my action, I will activate my Twilight Sanctuary. Oh, roll a d6. For myself. Twilight so, Sanctuary. Give myself nine temporary hit points. 
And that is it for me. D6. Uh, Twilight Sanctuary is not a spell. It is a spell effect, though, correct? It is not. Oh, what is it classified as? It's a class feature. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I thought it was a spell effect. Much like Smite is a spell effect, even though it's a class feature. Yeah, use your channel divinity to refresh allies with Soothing Twilight. As an action, you present your holy symbol, and a sphere of twilight emanates from you. The sphere is centered on you, has 30 foot radius, and is filled with dim light. The sphere moves with you, and it lasts for a minute until you are incapacitated or dies. Whenever a creature, including you, ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant the creature one of the two effects that we know and love. Yes, it is no spell effect. It's class feature. Channel Divinity, just for official rules here, uh, from what I am Googling, does not count as a spell. And nowhere in the description, as you have stated, does it say spell or spell effect. Therefore, it is not affected by silence or anti-magic field. Ooh. I'm sorry, I stepped, I stepped away for a second. Were we under silence right now? No, you were not. Okay, gotcha. That, that was an official rules definition um, from Wizards of the Coast, just as a heads up. Um, just for rules clarification in the future, in case I mess up somewhere along the way, uh, Channel Divinity does not count as a spell. Therefore, it's not under the auspices of Spell Effect or Anti-Magic Zone. <coughs> all right, that is uh, all I can do for my turn. Perfect. Still lost. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast Armor of Agathis, uh, which gives me uh, plus five temporary hit points. Hell yeah. Uh, and I'm going to head upstairs as well. It's, it's <clears throat> 15 temporary hit points for you because you're casting it at third level always. Now. Oh, so 15 so, extra? Jeez. 15 temporary hit points, and uh, it will deal 15 points of cold damage if anyone damages you while you have those temporary hit points. Great, awesome. Well, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cast that, uh, and I'm going to head upstairs. Okay. I, I moved you to full um, 30, but you're on the second layer, so you can put yourself wherever you'd like to. Oh, thank you. And, uh... Is it too late to use a bonus action? No, what do you want to do? Um, Mute, I... Please. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking to me for a second. Uh, I'd like to... Um, summon a Shadow Blade. That's my bonus action. Uh, let me see if I can bring this is up Is that a here. spell? It is a spell. It is. It says... Um, you weave together threads of shadow to create a sword of solidified gloom in your hands. This magic sword lasts until the spell ends. It counts as a simple melee weapon in which you are proficient. It deals uh, 2d8 psychic damage on a hit and has the finesse lights and thrown properties of uh, range 2060. If uh, the target is in dim light or darkness, you make an attack with advantage. That's awesome. I've been meaning to try this thing out. That's awesome, first of all. Uh, mm -hmm. Second of all, you're using it 
uh, when casting this spell using a third or fourth level spell slot, the damage increases to 3d8. When you cast it using, and it goes up from there. So, the damage of your, your shadow sword is 3d8. I don't have a sword, so I gave you a wrench on our little handy-dandy thing there as you coalesce the Eldritch Shadows into a blade. And which point? I think that's my full turn. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think I can move anymore. You used your movement and a bonus action, and you used your main action to cast the armor spell. Yes. Uh, go ahead, and those of you who have... Let's see, that. how long is your... Um, armor of Agatha's last? Uh, I think an hour. Uh, let me double okay. check. Then I will put the tin on here for the wrench. Uh, since your Shadow Blade lasts concentration up to a minute. Yeah, so the armor lasts one hour. Alright, so we won't worry about the hour. We'll just kind of play that as is. The blade will track, um, and it is concentration. So just a heads up. If you get hit, you have concentration to roll. At which point, a woman walks out of a bedroom, very confused as to what's happening, and says, what is going on out here? Great heavens! Uh, and screams at the top of her lungs. And she will run back into her room and bar her door. Uh, the Inquisitors begin to go. where that came from, please? Uh, right above Vor. Copy that. Uh, you hear the lock click, Ozol. Um, I need someone to roll one, two, three d20s. And then read 16, the results individually. Uh, 16, 10, and 15. Okay. From adjoining rooms, you hear footsteps responding to this scream. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Oh, great heavens. Too far. Little 20 is freaking out. 30. As an inquisitor comes out of this north room. And then 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Marius down this hallway, which you cannot quite see down. You hear someone open a door, cross through, and close the door. And you can hear remembered voices. Uh, downstairs, you hear <laughs> two Inquisitors begin pounding and shoving against the door that you uh, stuck there. Um, burn. Uh, as they begin to curse and swear, not being able to get it open. And lastly, this one guy standing in front of you, Caliban, and Marius is totally afraid, but he's going to keep fighting. He's going to make an attack against you, Caliban, for critical hit wow. 27. Uh, someone please roll D100s. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, man. 64. Thank you, Reddit, for letting us use your critical hit table. Uh, on a 60 to 69 melee weapon. Oh, nope, that's failed. 69. You <laughs> love to hear it. No hit, though, right? Oh, it hits. It totally hits. Lose an eye. <laughs> Winter's Howl. Uh, you kick the target's weapon out of their hands 
and deal, instead of dealing critical damage, you're able to take a, the disarm action after your attack, and you can either steal or disarm your opponent, and otherwise kick the weapon 20 feet away. So, I would, I would love to... Oh, that, yes. But no, no, go ahead. Good. No, no, Marius, were you going to say something? No, I was not saying anything. I oh, I'm sorry, here. I thought... I thought you were going to say something. I thought I heard you uh, pipe up like you had an interrupt or something. Uh, so Winter's Howl uh, is kicked from your hands, or should I say rather parried out of your hands from this guy's sword. It flies up and down the stairs away from you. Where I'm uh, standing. 5, 10, 15. It lands literally on top of you. Owie. <laughs> uh, we'll, put, we'll put it as a pickaxe right there because I don't want to waste too much time drawing uh, so you are disarmed Mark and take 6 points of piercing damage uh, you are not raging will you also please make a constitution saving throw your DC is 10 so you'll just hit is he within 10 feet of me? he is not I'm I'm not Ozal. Ozal is the only person within 10 feet of you currently 15, so no poison damage. So just six points of piercing. You loved uh, There we go. Uh, Marius, he will also turn to you and attempt to attack you once with a 23 to hit. It's a little uh, hit. Five points of piercing damage. Um. Uh, come on. There we go. Okay, Ozol. Your turn, bud. Um, this Inquisitor, is he bloodied or nothing yet? Um, yes, he is bloodied. Sorry, I should have put that on there. And then the Inquisitor t uh, to the north, is there, there's not a door between us? Uh, so there's a door here. Okay. A door here. Mm -hmm. And a door here. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to um, have Vor move back a little bit. Okay. Uh, hold on just one second here, Zach. Um, Burn, I have put on an aura for you, much like Marius's. The little yellow circle is your 10-foot sphere of your influence. Just cool. for some help for you. All right, thank you. I saw you do that. Thanks. Uh, go ahead, Zach. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to have Vor move here, and then I'm going to cast um, Mind Sliver again on this guy for 6 damage, a DC 17 save. Okay. I will pull up his thing, Mind Sliver, and I have a minus four, uh, D4 to that, so you roll me a D4, please. You uh, got a, th a 13 fails anyways. Okay. But yeah, you got a 12. Whoa. So you take 6 damage, and then the effect takes place again. Okay. And uh, that's going to be uh, the end of my turn. Okay, he is now critical and bloodied. Get him, uh, Caliban. Mark. Rip his arms off. Um, Cody, you may want to skip Mark's turn if he's not back yet. He said that uh, he's going to start his generator just in case they lose power. No, okay. I, still, I still got power. Yeah. I'm ready to okay, get shut up. All right. Okay. Sorry. Save me, save me Caliban. 
Vor and Ozol are both going to get eight temporary hit points. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Eight Zach, you can put that in the red points. circle if you want. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, perfect. So it's my turn, right? Temporary hit points don't stack, Ozol. No. Nope. That was a marker for earlier. It's just eight. Oh, gotcha. That's 59 yeah. out of 42. It is your turn. You, uh, Winter's Howl has gone up and under Vor on the stairs, uh, in front of Burn and behind Ozol. But, um, I begin to rage because. You rage? Yeah. Did I go through? I'm sorry. You're and good. And then I, uh, I'll use Winter's Howl. You cannot. It is not in your hands. It has it's been disarmed. Hands. No, sir. Oh, that's right. You got to go it pick was. it up from Burn. So, right here. So you just walk over there, grab it. You either it pick it up from burn, you will uh, occur an attack of opportunity unless you disengage. But that's uh, just you, that's just one move, though, right? It, it will take your action to disengage. Is that the only weapon you have? Just it is not. Claws. He has hand axes. No, okay, hold on. No, no, no. Let me hold on. Let me go my character sheet real quick. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good, bud. Winter Cell is my jam. Winter's Howl is your jam. You have hand axes, which you could use in close combat. Uh, you have two of those babies. You have yeah, javelins, which won't help you in close nah, combat. No, I want, I want hand axe. There we go. And you have unarmed strikes. Shit, hold on. And a breath weapon. Did it go? Did it go? Fuck. Yeah, you what got a nat 20 button? on Winter's Howl. Okay. Is that what you're trying to do for your hand axes? Yeah. Okay, you can make three attacks with those. So, uh, under Winter's Howl, just click Hand Axe one more time. Okay. One second. Nice. So, 14 does not hit, 15 does not hit, 24 does hit. Okay. Uh, and you oh. deal 11 points of rage damage. Well, two points of rage, nine points of slashing. You're so Damn. angry, it, it causes him pain. Okay. Just like Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oof, oof. <laughs> when Zach's Damn. angry, it causes us pain. <laughs> um, burn. Yes! Kalandan will also get nine temporary hit points. Twilight Sanctuary. Um. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna move up to this guy. And, uh. The old horse cutter. Twice. Uh oh, my horse cutter twice. Okay, uh, you move up um, there. Nineteen hits, dealing fifteen slashing damage. You kill him. Nice. Him's now dead. Um. Would you like to move and attack someone else? Um, uh, 
5, Attacking 10, 15, 20. Oh, there is a guy in front of you, isn't there? 25, 30, and end right here. Yeah, and then uh, I'll uh, attack this guy. Uh, just once, right? Correct. Oh, the 20 just crashed. A 21. 21 hits. Uh, dealing 7 slashing damage. Ooh, come on, roll 20. Okay. Uh, Marius. <laughs> 10 temporary hit points to burn. Nice. 5, 10, 15, 20 for my bonus action. This thing will occupy the seams. It's spectral in form, so it it can occupy the square's burn. And it will okay. swing on that. Uh, and so, let's see here. A 14 will not hit. It will not. And then from there, I will go 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, he will need to make a wisdom saving throw as Toll the Dead Minus <laughs> begins to ring for him. For him? You didn't hit him with Mind Sliver, did you? I you did. the other guy. We, we thought you hit the other guy. Yeah. Wait, are you doing... No, I hit this guy here. I said to the north. Oh, I... Okay, sure. Uh, wisdom saving throw, you said? Affirmative. Uh, someone roll me a d4. It doesn't hit, even with the d4. He will take 10 necrotic damage, then. He takes 10 necrotic damage. And that is all I can do for my turn. And he is not quite bloodied. He's close. Okay, Stolas. Okay, uh... <laughs> is it possible for me to squeeze in there? Or is that like... This ho this hallway seems really crowded. Uh, not really. Fly up you and could, over! You could fly and... Well... I mean, it's just a hallway. It's eight foot ceilings! It is eight foot ceilings. As long as you don't end your turn on Ozol... Yeah, it was all technically a six feet tall, canonically, or more than six feet tall. Six foot tall. Uh, so, uh, since you're, oh wait, no, you're a small creature now. What am I talking about? Yes, Tiny of course boy. you can. Sorry, okay. still lost. I, you know, you're owlin. Owlin. <laughs> okay. Uh, is it possible for me to move basically where the spiritual weapon is, since it's? Uh... Heck yeah! Why not? Okay. Cool. I'm gonna go ahead and. Attack this guy. Uh, how do I use Shadow Blade? Do I just roll the two d8s and that's it, or? Uh, you have to roll to attack. So let's look at Shadow Blade here. Concentration up to one minute. It counts as a simple melee weapon, which you are proficient with. It deals three d8 psychic damage. So roll a d20. Uh, 
It should be under her attacks block on the front of her character sheet. Is it? Um. Let's see. I... Yeah, I don't see it. Don't see it I either. I see a regular dagger. Uh, you can roll that and we can modify the damage. Okay. Because that should also, yeah, it has plus six to attack, which is your dexterity plus your proficiency bonus. Proficiency bonus. Okay. Uh, so we'll go ahead and click that. I'll get that added to your weapons this week. Uh, ten does not hit. Damn. Why am I crooked? That would have been a four plus six for ten. <laughs> Man, totally missed. Okay, well, I guess that's, that's my, all right. my full tech. No worries. Uh, the Inquisitors will go. Aw, oh, damn it, I didn't do it at advantage. Oh. Um, burn this nice boy here. It wants to take your eye again. Uh, 11 and 26, 26 hits, dealing you eight piercing damage. Caliban, oops, right one. Uh, 18 and 26, I believe both hit. Uh, Mark? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm taking some major abuse here. That's okay. Uh, you're raging, though, so you're going to take half of the piercing damage. Um, which Damn. is going to be... Seven in total. Yes. Thank you so much, Marius. I'll take I'll take that. That's, that's what she said. The perks your, of being an angry boy. Your temporary hit points would go down first, so you have two, two temporary hit points left. Damn. Huh. Hell yeah. Ozol. Yo. Uh, this guy that's coming up here, the east, clarifying, uh, I'm going to hit him with uh, Mind Sliver for seven damage. All right. I shall roll my intelligence saving throw. DC Boink. 17. Ooh, Out that's a 20. critical savior. Oh, suck it. Uh, sorry, I'm just kidding, Zach. Uh, so it has oh, no, also, no effect? For, yeah. For half damage. That's fine. No. Uh, no damage. I'm also okay. going to hit you with a telekinetic. Okay. Um, pulling you towards Caliban. Nice. Um, so let me see. I think you just roll save. Uh, now let me click it. There we go. Uh you have a DC 8 plus my proficiency bonus plus the ability modifier. In this case, that would be... Th um, it's intelligence eight. save, I believe. 16. Yeah, it's 16. Thank you. 15, you 15. I feel. So you're pulled 5 feet towards Caliban. You could have Vor take back his uh, axe, potentially. Make a strength check. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, shift tab, the Tressum, and I will give a strength check. He's got a 12. 
How does that fare? Um, chat, you've been kind of quiet. Someone in the chat, uh, is 12 good enough to pick up a battle axe from a house cat with wings? A loving house cat, I should add. A really cute one, guys. The internet so does cute. love cats. Let's see if we get any comments. Uh, we'll com oh, oh, wait just a second here. We'll see if... How many, how many viewers do we have out of curiosity? Uh, six right now. Six? Welcome. You six lovely people. Yes! Look at oh, you, Julio. Dulu, you sweet angel. If somebody were to, uh... <laughs> oh. That's a yes. Your house you cat does all the strength that it can using its claws and mouth pulling up even though one of its wings is still kind of injured. It flutters, 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 and flings the battle axe back to you, Caliban. What a sweet Boy, angel. Right here. What a sweet, sweet angel. Sorry. Gotta love, gotta, gotta love the chat. A lot of love for you guys. Thanks for hanging in there, listening to our story. I know combat's probably not the most fun, but we're we're almost through. How dare you? It is the most fun. <laughs> combat is combat's where I'm at, baby. Combat is the most fun for players and the least fun for audio listeners. Yeah. How dare you, chat? We still love okay. you, chat. All right. Well done, uh, Caliban. You have your axe back. Yes. And speaking of which, it's, it's your turn. turn, bud. Yes. I'm looking at who. South of you, you got another yes. beautiful inquisitor down here with his mocking troll face mask that I put on there. Or Zach helped me put on there. And he's and this guy's right fucking there. He's right fucking there, Mark. Sorry, Word off. Give you his fuck words. Wow. Right off his head. Yeah, that's what I said. I I would love. I would, uh, man. I want to I want to hand axe this guy's fucking head. So let's. Hopefully this works. I'm gonna well, hit you. Well, you have your you have your weapon. Twenty six so. to hit. It hits with the hand axe. And Doing seven it, damage. That's it. Right, two rage, five slashing, bud. It's right, a hand well, axe. Okay. I got one more move, right? Yep. Two more, technically. Two more. Uh, bam, bam! You can use your bonus action to uh, attack with the hand axe. Yeah, let me hand axe this guy one more time. 21 hits for 11. One more. Come on, Marky Mark. He's not critical, though? No, nah, man. He's just fresh boy. Yeah, he just arrived uh, on the scene. He's got a donut in hand. He's got to fucking die. Didn't Caliban just get Winter's Howl back? Why is he not using that? Yeah, well, yeah, he not. just used it. Stowing your hand axes and drawing from your back where Vor has placed your axe, you deceptively reach behind your back with an overarching slash with Winter's Howl as it comes out of nowhere, catching this Inquisitor off guard for a 19, which hits, dealing 15, no, uh, 13 points of damage. You bring him to critical. Nice. Or not critical, bloodied. Boop. Well, at least he's eating a little bit of shit. Exactly. Yeah. Just a little bit. 
Okay. Bringer of Dawn. Burn. I believe you are under the sword here, so I'll move you the sword this way. Boop. Yep. And I'm just going horse cutter twice. Swing, swing. 27, 21 for 23 points of damage. How would you like to kill said creature? Uh, let's say each side of the hallway is decorated with each side of his body. Okay, full anime down the middle. Blood yeah. sprays all over Stolos in the air. Uh, <laughs> giving them not only a scary Eldritch look, but now ritualistically bathed in battle blood. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you cleft him in twain as the mask is shattered, some black smoke cutting out through his body as he falls dead to the ground. Marius, uh, am I able to cast anything, or was that my turn? What would you like to cast? Do you have a bonus uh, action? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna do the Shield of Faith. Mm, shield me, of Faith uh, is one bonus action. Yeah, so puts my, uh, Armor class to 21. Okay. Yeah. You, uh... What does that look like? Is it like uh, like in Skyrim when you use the Dragon Shout that gives you the extra armor? Um, you know what? I've, I haven't really thought about it. Maybe a Tim Tebow Neil. Oh, you know what, dude? <laughs> you, play, you play Elden Ring, don't you? <laughs> Uh, I have not only played Elden Ring, but I am level 413 and have beat the game twice. Oh, God. Oh, uh, shit. I forgot that spell, but that gold, uh, golden aura. Oh, yeah. The golden vow? Yeah, golden or, vow. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You do like a, a, a kneel and then a, a golden aura surround. Golden you. shower. Yeah. Well. I love it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're talking. Let's go. We'll have to pay extra for that, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, go ahead and up your armor class there, bud. Uh, to plus two, um, which brings you from eighteen if you're not using your shield to twenty one. Nineteen, 19 to twenty one. Yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, Marius. I owe a few bits of temporary hit points to people. Uh, Vor would be up to twelve. Ozal would be up to ten. And uh, Columban would be 11. Burn would be another would be 10 if you do not already have those totals, or if you are below those totals, those are what your new totals are. Uh, Columban, I have already adjusted yours for you. Uh, my bonus action, I will go 5, 10, 15, 20 for the spiritual weapon to strike on the other side of uh, this. So spiritual weapon. With advantage, uh, 16, I believe, still does not hit, as I am rolling very poorly. That does not. And then I will step up and uh, swing at him with a booming blade strike. Uh, Non-advantage. And a 20 to hit. Noni? That nice. hits. I deal 5 slashing and 5 points of thunder damage and then if like kill this creature oh uh, I sheathe my <laughs> blade in a glowing energy and slash across him he begins to glow as well and the glowing effect kind of vibrates his body till he crumples to the ground he 
vibrates to death. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> like Part a person having a seizure. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. And that is uh Jesus Christ. Five foot ten. 15, 20, 25, 30. I will go to here. Music. And that is all I can do for my turn. You are out of combat. Um, Cody, earlier the observation about the poison, did anyone mm -hmm. else notice that? Or is it possible that any of us could observe that? Uh, you have been the only person to share that as of right now that knows that. Okay, um, I'd like to pick up one of the, um, you said it was in the, in the sheath, I guess? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna look at it, and do I notice any poison still left? Uh, yeah, it, they... Uh, I'm not gonna describe this. You pick up <coughs> There are two wool inserts that would run on either side of the blade, uh, doing two things. A, quieting the blade so that it doesn't whisper as you pull it out. And B, uh, it seems to be producing a poison, but as you are observing this blade, as I described earlier, the outer facade, as the mask is destroyed, the actual armaments of these Inquisitors also goes with it, as if it is all part of the same magic. Interesting. Um, okay. Um, well, I will walk forward with Marius, see if we can start figuring out where the Inquisitor would be. Or the, the mayor. And, uh, that's all. The only question I had. Okay. Um, Marius was all Caliban. And I am muted. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're good. I am uh, going to move in front of Marius and up this hallway. And do I... Is nobody revealed? Are there no enemies? Nope. You walk past two doors. One to your left, one to your right. And then there are two further doors. Zach, if you want to scroll up just a little bit, bud. Uh... At the end, being one here and one here. As um, Kalimban walks past me, I'm gonna place my hand on his uh, on Winter's Howl and cast Light on it. Uh, okay. For one hour, uh, Winter's Howl will produce a bright daylight light that gives it 20 foot bright light radius and an additional 20 feet of dim light radius. Daylight and light are two different things. So are you casting daylight or are you Oh, I'm casting, casting light, light, but the the okay. color of the light you pick the color so I'm picking like like right. a like, like a like clear a white, white light. Yeah. Okay. I'll then um, use the draconic word for light um, and cast it or the the mega's crystal will begin glowing as well. Okay. Well done. Nice. So, Caliban, you should have night vision for a bit. Or not night vision, but the ability to see in the dark. Perfect. Alright. 
burn. Bringer of Dawn. Yes. Uh, there are a couple doors in your hallway. There's one right behind you, to your left. Uh, flying, or where Stolas is at, there's one flying under her, and then one uh, directly behind her. Him. Them. Bird. Um, ah, the brain. one to the left, that's where that lady locked the door, yeah? Yes. Um... And then the that guy walked out of the one under Stolas that we killed. Uh, no, yes, they uh, came out of that room. Okay, so I guess I'll check this room to the north of the hallway. All right, give me one second before you walk in there. Uh, Cody, do you want me to drop another four so that people watching can see what's going on? I uh, pulled one up. I'm pulling dynamic lighting right now. Copy that. Did Vor die? Did I miss that? No, no, no. That's Vor's the not dead. duplicate that he's pulling up. Oh. Yep. Okay. Uh, you can now see into that room. Okay, I just want to peek. All right. Um, as you step in, go quiet for this one, little ASMR. As you step in, you see in the main bedroom, sleeping in the bed, is an Inquisitor. Sleeping. It strikes you as odd because this is the master bedroom to the house. Um, he didn't wake up for all that noise. No, he is asleep to the best of your knowledge. What if I just plunged my sword into his heart while he slept? That is a very good question. This falls under two different areas of the rules. Mark Pearson with a five dollar donation. Gosh dang it, Mark. We love you. Um, if you attack a creature who is paralyzed or otherwise unconscious, it is counted as either a critical hit or if a target is down, like on the ground and making death saving throws, it's counted as a coup de gras and they automatically fail two death saving throws. Wow, that's brutal. So, be my guest. What do you think, Stolas killed this guy? I mean, I could think of other ways to be rid of him, but... Um, You're the paladin. A.K.A. party pooper. Yeah, but we're not in here to make friends. These people are holding this town hostage. Um... It's better if we get rid of him now. Because we don't need him sneaking up on us later. Yeah. Uh, Cody, may I ask, what exactly do I find odd about this guy in the master bedroom? Like... Uh, investigation. You, at this point, are actively looking for information. Okay. Seven? Uh, it, it, this creature has similar effects to Danica and is not moving. Almost as if this said person is being turned in the home. But you, it's, it's dark, you're not really close enough to fully tell if that is the situation. 
situation. But the, typically when someone's sleeping, their chest is falling and rising, they'll be making small amounts of noise. Sometimes they move, sometimes they don't. This person is laying still as if they were dead and or dying. And I, I have no way of, like, reversing the spell, I guess. You specifically might, actually. Really? Um, let me change tabs. Let me look at your spell sheet really quick to see if I can help you out, potentially. Uh, spells. Nah. No. Not currently equipped. You do have a spell that could help you. Oh, but I don't have it. But it is not currently ready in your arsenal. How sad. How sad. I guess I'll just kill him. Yeah, I'll just kill him. I think Stolas, you've eaten someone today, haven't you? I haven't. You have not. I mean, technically not this episode, but I guess I did yesterday or the last okay, time. Okay, so yes, you, you have used your power for the day, technically. Sad. Oh, can't use them As much once? as I'd love to see you go full murder bird. <laughs> yeah. Because what if we, what if this is like, I don't know, like someone important and that's why he's in here. And what we if? We you could move the up here, get, get out of the way. I want to investigate this. Okay. Uh, you stand there guy. having an ethical and moral dilemma, um, uh, debating what the best approach for your paladinic nature is as Stolas descends from her, their, their flying capabilities, walks over shadow blade in hand and does something. Yes, I'm going to um, observe and see if I recognize anything unusual about what's going on, because... This person seems like no amount of noise is waking them up, so uh, I could roll for, I guess, insight, or... Yeah. Or, what, or whatever uh, you think sure. is... Sure. I like insight. Okay. <laughs> I got a nine. <laughs> uh, it is a younger <laughs> man, and... Much like Danica, um, this is information you already know. The mask is slowly spreading across his face. Well, he I was worried. Finer clothes than most people you have seen in Barovia. I was worried for a second it might be the priest, but he seems too young. He could be anybody. I'm not sure okay. how long this process takes, but I, don't, I, able... get the imp I oh. don't get the impression that he's going to be a problem anytime soon, but... Am I able to rip the mask off of my bare hands? You could try. Ah, it's worth a shot. Go for it, Bird. I'm still not going to kill him if he becomes a problem. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Are you wanting to touch this potentially magic parasitical mask? Well, not anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I only ask for the interest of fair play. No, fuck, let's just leave. We'll tell the other what we saw. Maybe Marius could come back over here. And... Yeah. The cleric might want to do something about Stolas, this. Stolas, can't you use your mind bullets and 
talk to Marius or something? Mind bullets. <laughs> Mind bullets. So I can't see him, so no. <laughs> Come on, let's get the cleric and see what that he wants to do with this dude, so. Alright, we'll we'll make our way back to the group. So in the meantime, while they were doing that, we wandered down this hall, right? Yes. So, you mentioned earlier that there was another Inquisitor I heard walking up and down here and went in the room? Uh, he came out of a room over here and you killed him. He's dead on the floor now. Oh. Uh, hmm. Well, I never saw what the room he went into or out of. So, I will go up and try the door to the left first. Ah! You fell for it, Yugi. I activate my trap card. Oh, do I? I, I play Pot of Greed. <laughs> Frocky cards. Uh, I play Marius Capture Jar. <laughs> Marius, you open the door to the office. Sitting behind said desk, with his feet up on the desk, reading a book, is Baron... Vargas Volokovich. Man I've never seen before. Where is Grand Inquisitor? You hear a grunt from your right as you see him. I see him. Ah. Alright, there we... I will take a look in here. Uh, may I make a perception? Is there any traps at the beginning of this room? There are none that you can see, based off of your passive perception. Oh. Alrighty then. I will step in and get ready to attack this Grand Inquisitor. Are we not okay. in combat yet? You Still are not or... in combat. If, that's, if this is the approach you want to take, take your full action. And he's not talking. He's not. It is your action currently. He sees you step in. Uh, Baron, the Baron kind of dips his book to look at you and smirks at you. Um, and the Grand Inquisitor begins to ready weapons. Okay. I will uh, move in. Bonus action to bring the spiritual weapon in to strike. 27 to hit. Perfect. Eight, eight force damage, and then I will make a booming blade strike. A natural one. And I roll a 28 on the critical fumble table. Okay. Uh, please check your private chat. Thank you. Uh, your 28 is... You lose your balance while attacking. You fall prone and your movement is reduced to zero. All right. Ouch. It's very clumsy today. Uh, yeah, that's twice I've fallen. Uh, all right. And uh, that is it for my third. Perfect. Uh, Caliban, you're next. 
and I will record said damage. Go kick his ass, dude. You might be muted. That's all right. Mark, I'll push you in. Uh... Oops. Right here. Come on. Uh, Mark will make two attacks. Come on. Roll 20. Load. Roll 20. Load. How twice, 15 and 12, both miss, unfortunately. Uh, that goes to you, Ozol. Um, I assume I'm aware of this commotion. Uh, you hear them move in. You hear Marius exclaim, Hurrah! And then silence. Okay. Um, I will move forward and I will observe the Inquisitor. Um, Vor will move uh, in as well to here. Um, this man I've never seen before. Uh, do I know who he is when I walk in the room? Uh, you have never seen him before, but you guess based on his clothing and by his regalia that he is uh, the Baron. What does the whisper you sent me mean? Uh, I will tell you in just a moment. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh, shit. I don't know what just happened. Um, okay. I will uh, cast Firebolt on the Inquisitor. Perfect. Go ahead and roll. Uh, 13. Does not hit. Okay. That's fine. Um, and I'll actually keep four here. Burn. Uh, and that's my turn. The Dawnbringer. Yes. Your turn, buddy. Um... Okay, make my way into the room. Is there a TV on? That's a good question, Julio. I hear something in the background as well. It's not me. Not me um, either. Could be Mark talking to his wife or something. Zach, can you mute? Is Mark muted? Can you mute him? Well, it stopped, whatever it was. Who's the... Who's the biggest threat in this room? Probably, Probably the, the biggest guy. <laughs> oh, that is the Grand Inquisitor. Okay. Um. Yeah, let me let me attack this guy. Where where can I stand? I don't know. Do I, do I have advantage here? Uh, sure. Okay. Go ahead and roll your attacks. Um, horse cutter twice, and I want to smite. 20 and 27. GG wants you to hit? talk in an accent for burn. He doesn't have an accent. Accent. It's like a more heroic, heroic version of your voice. 
I will attack. <laughs> Watch out, Kevin. Um, and then uh, the D8s are for smite. Uh, don't worry about rolling the smite. We'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, each of you who has walked through this room has triggered something, and we will get to that after Solas takes her, their turn, depending on what Solas does. Oh, so do I? Do I hit him? You hit. Uh, you feel your blade cut through air. God damn it. Okay. Those were good rolls, too. Those were really good rolls. I'm sorry. <sighs> All right. Well, at least I you activated me. my trap card. Still lost. It's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to round the corner. I guess I'll end my turn right here. Next to Ozol. <clears throat> You round your corner to see a closed door. What? Bro, where is everyone? They have gone through this door. But it's closed, so I don't know it that they're closed. in there. I didn't see him go in, so... Solas is very confused. Like, where the heck is everyone? I just heard them. Hmm. Uh... Yeah, but I saw them go in there. Yeah, but because I'm, the door was open at the time, but when I rounded the corner, it was closed. So I don't know where uh, you guys went. Okay. <coughs> I should have okay. added that note in for each person. I apologize. Uh, that's okay, though. Uh, hmm. Can I hear anything, or do I have any indication whatsoever that anyone is still around here? Uh, yes. You hear Marius trip. You hear Calamban rage. Uh, you hear burn swear. And you hear Ozal puzzled. Huh. Let me, uh... Let me wiggle the handle. See see if I can open it. The door opens slightly to your touch. Weird. And as you touch the door, you are pulled through. Bottom left. Oh, actually, let me do this, because I think I have dynamic lighting on for some reason. Yeah, it's not doing anything. Yeah, my bad. Let me turn that off. Uh, dynamic lighting on daylight on save settings. How's that? Perfect. <coughs> you are each pulled through. Uh, Marius, you fall prone. Uh, so please note that to your character. Uh, into an expansive jungle-like environment. Sitting before you, as you cross through Marius, you can make out a few things. One, hanging on each of these pillars is a different member of the nobility and baronage of this town. Two, the Grand Inquisitor is standing much further away than what you originally saw when you entered the office. And three, chained to the ground on an altar-like chair, or on an altar-like platform, which he should be up just a little bit here, is Father Lucian, and sitting atop what is only to say a Mayan-esque throne made of stone is Baron Vargas Volokovich, who simply just smiles at you as you enter this plane. Uh, behind you is a gaping hole that shimmers, uh, and then a gray fog 
fills in the hole behind you. Damn fog walls. Okay. Marius. Ah, that makes sense as to why I fell. Is there two of this Baron Vargas Velokovich person? As that's very odd. Two of him on the map. Yeah, that's crazy. You do you say that aloud? No, I'm asking you as the dungeon master. Oh yes, there's I'm, two on purpose. I'm looking at this. Okay. Well, it's a, an observation Marius is making. Like, is there two of this man here? As his portrait is on. There's a, one on the pillar and then one in the chair. Yes. So hanging from chains, bloodied, beaten, and with masks uh, that are different. They are almost like crowns that adorn the top of this head. And carved into their body is the symbol of the, the god. They each are wearing, you know, semi-undergarments uh, as they hang from these pillars. Their eyes completely white. Um, this dense area has different levels of terrain. It's very humid. There's trees. Uh, it's almost temple-esque. You feel like, potentially, you have stumbled into something's lair. That whatever sits on this one is probably not Baron Vargas. But you've actually never seen him, so you don't really know. Yes. And he Grandin. sneers at you. Yeah, I'm just Baron Vargas sneers at you, seeing you look at, at Vargas hanging on the pillar and then to him in the chair. And he sets down the book he is reading. Go ahead, Marius. Hmm. My compatriots and I have uh made our way here to bring a stop to this smiling god that is imposing its will upon the people of Valaki. Are you the one in charge of them? Uh, he nods. Um, not the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor looks up to the throne to where Vargas is, and Vargas nods. Why would you subjugate your own people to such atrocities? Sorry, give me two cents. I am pulling up something. Uh, he, his fingers on his left hand is what catches your eye first as they are, the typical hand faces down into like a claw, fist, whatever. The fingers on both of his hands are almost as if his hands have been swapped, going the opposite direction as he reaches inside his cloak and pulls out a large pipe, which he lights and takes a fat drag from. And he speaks, and he says, Why would I put my people through such atrocities? Why for progress, my dear boy? Annexing wonderful progress. And why would you work for that monster? Work for what monster? Secondly, outside, I, I, knowing a few things about the creatures that have reversed hands, 
Am I able to make a religion or arcana to identify what type of creature this might be? I believe you have an item given to you by help with such a thing. Okay. You're speaking of the dust that I was provided a while back? Yes, sir. I don't... Would it be able to reach from here? I'm quite a ways away. Oh, you get the sense that I just... All you gotta do is open the bag. Well, I will... Pocket sand! Pocket sand out in front <laughs> of me. You Have open the, the bag... Have shown up yet? The, they, as you were... As the the monologue happened, yes. We are, everyone has arrived, and they have kind of flanked you for the epic moment. As you open the bag, looking down into it to draw the sand and look back up, the sand, the, the sand is actually dust or ash that actually rushes out of the bag and into your, as you kind of cough, um, perhaps sneeze. Uh, and as you look up, his features fade from Baron Vargas Volokovich to this. Hold on. It's coming. Sitting atop the throne is a tiger with a three-faced mask. His hands reverse in the opposite direction, wearing opulent jewels and finery sitting atop the throne. The Inquisitor also fades. into this red-skinned monstrosity. Um, and I think I can share this picture. Sorry, bear with me not to hurt the reveal or the moment here. Roll 20 is just chugging. Well, it's not loading, so I apologize. It's a large, red-skinned man, giant-looking figure, uh, wielding a large brass sword. You have him on the map ready, this guy? Yep. I was trying to share his picture, but it wouldn't work. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, noticing that you have peered through the veil, uh, he snaps his fingers. And says, you have two choices. You can turn and leave and report back to that blood-sucking imbecile who claims to rule over this town and let me do what I do best. Or you can fight me. I am Siraj, merchant prince of Cariel. Go ahead and give me a history tag. Oh, I'm sorry, Calcury. Uh, go ahead and give me a history check across the board. Mainly Stolos and potentially Marius. 
Five for Stolos, seven for Marius. Seven. Ozal doesn't get a history check? You go ahead, you could try. It's pretty high DC. God damn. Nine. Damn. He sees your confusion and he he laughs. He says, You have not done your research on the realms of mist. We are here to annex Strahd's Mist. I know that I am not the first in a long line of cliched villains to overthrow and take over Barovia, but it is such a rich land begging, begging for domination. And he kind of gestures to his mask. He says, and with this and their bloodline, and he gestures to the pillars, domination should be simple. Marius? I have no idea who this guy is. I do not either, but uh, just because we've revealed this creature's true form does not mean that we know what it is. Um, you do not? Would you like to, <laughs> to I, I ask like, it a yes. question? No, I absolutely would like to make a knowledge check to see if I know what type of creature it is. Of course, yeah. Go ahead across the board. Stolas, Ozal, Marius, Caliban, Burn. What, would you what type like? of check? I will take Arcana, History, or Insight. Maybe you can 21. pull something from your own brain. 21 for Ozal. 14. Oh, let's see. Did you say religion? Sure, why not? That's a 10. That's not too bad, Burn. A 7. Okay. Ozal, you are able to identify the large, red-skinned, ogre-looking creature as one of the Ifriti. Uh, the cursed genies who dwell among the Plain of Fire. You can see just barely by using your magical vision, your spectrum that all wizards have, some sort of astral tether that is around the neck of this Ifrit that is chained to the right hand of this tiger creature. Marius, you are able to confirm your suspicions being a multiversal traveler. Though young, you do research on things to watch out for, and this is most certainly one of them. This, in front of you, is a rock, Sasha. This creature is highly dangerous. Quit with his comrade there. I don't think we would stand much of a chance. Uh, I like will whisper that to the rest of the group. Well, at which point two things happen. Marius, you have transcended one realm of mist, and it hits you like a bolt of lightning from the sky. You fade from this reality for just an instant, the briefest of moments. And it feels like the time elapsing is happening faster. You see Stolos turn to say something to you, but it's almost as if they are moving in such slow form. Their mouth is starting to open. Their eyes are closing to open as they blink. And you see her, a six-winged figure outlined in black whose body changes and swirls like the galaxies of the night sky you know best. 
and she speaks to you. She says, my son, proud am I that you have taken the realm or the path to becoming my herald and or my embodiment. I will send you what aid I have left, but no, this is the last kernel of power I can bestow until you sever me from that witch. As she fades, the dark shadows of wings appear and coalescing next to your side is an angelic figure. Solas, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to ask him what exactly is it that we're looking at? Because Stolas has no idea what this creature is. Marius, you want to explain as I'm pulling on a token here? The creature sitting on the throne is a Roxasha. Uh, a fiend of sorts from what I remember in my travels. Hailing from the dark depths of the Nine Hells. Um, I don't know much else about it other than it is a dangerous creature and to usually be avoided. Ozal, do you know anything else about its capabilities? Ozal does, but Zack doesn't. <laughs> Cody, you think you got me out here? <laughs> well, uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. Um... I think I rolled pretty high uh, to identify both these creatures. I've never in my 20 games of D&D have encountered either. So can you help me with an assist about the the rock Sasha and the the demon genie? Yes, of course. Uh, which one would you like to know about first? Uh, let's go with the tiger. The tiger... Uh, being a Roxasha is a medium fiend. Uh, they are typically very, very evil. They're notorious for writing contracts that benefit them the most, dominating creatures. Uh, the realm of Kilkuri that he mentioned is another plane in the mist, much like Barovia is a plane of mist. Uh, he mentioned being a merchant prince, which doesn't really ring a whole lot to you. You think it could be either equal to Strahd's level, or maybe below, you don't think that they would send you know, the leader of an entire plane of mist out to do that. Uh, you know that they are extremely adept in magic, and extremely resistant to magic. Uh, they're strong, they're fast, and they are very deceptive. The Ifrit rings a little bit more closer to what you want. Being that you have studied and lived so long, this one rings more true to you. They are from the plane of fire. They are a type of djinn, so they can, could potentially grant wishes. Um, as you start thinking about that, you look at that astral tether, tethered from his neck to the right hand of the rock Sasha, and you can see three rubies inset into this astral tether, two of which have lit up. You know, typically, genies will only grant three wishes. Your closest assumption is that, A, he has used a wish somehow to transcend from this plane of reality to another, and B, probably a wish to set up some sort of pocket dimension inside of this house, therefore covering him from Strahd's sight, which now all the pieces begin to fall into place. 
as to why Strahd could not find this creature, why he smelled different, why he walked different, why his handwriting was different, why he looked different. You know that if you can find this genie's bottle, that one of two things will happen. A, you'll be granted a wish as its new master for the remaining wishes left on the astral tether, or B, you can dismiss it, which is probably the safer action, because Ifrit's are notorious, notorious for twisting words, reading outside the box, or outright not wishing to grant wishes at all. They hate doing it. It is painful to them, and they are nasty. That being said, if the final wish is used, he will disappear and be able to go back to his original plane. Because he has been dominated and is chained, that is the only reason he is, quote-unquote, behaving. It also makes more sense as to why the Grand Inquisitor was so strong, why his attacks hit so hard, why he was able to disappear in the middle of combat, why he was able to kind of fade in and out through areas being undetected, why he was offered, able to offer so much gold to burn. The pieces fall into place like dominoes. The next thing that catches your attention is the mask. As the second trigger happens, because I said two things happen, remember? One to Marius, the other happens to you. You get a flicker, an echo, and a memory all at the same time. As time ripples out, you recognize the mask. It is something Merlin sought originally, before Arcadia was destroyed. It is a powerful magical item that, when used, is able to impart your belief system onto another and essentially, effectively, permanently brainwash a creature. Now, typically, this is done to willing creatures, but you can break anyone. And if a creature is broken, it's more willing to subsept, to, is more susceptible to charm and/or domination magic. Gotcha. Should we roll initiative, or would you like to talk more? For the love of God, let's roll initiative. Okay. Mark, are you here with us, bud? He's gone. Caliban oh. fell asleep and died. Okay, Caliban has died. Just kidding, but uh, if you don't... I know you got a lot to manage, so it's up to you if you want to run Caliban, but worst case, he has yeah. magic sickness and he's out. I can, I can run him. It's not the problem. Do you have access to his character sheet? I do. Perfect. I will have you run him if you don't mind. Not a problem. Um. So go ahead and let's throw out initiatives. I got a 13. I just got to double-click my character. I got a 20. Nice. What the hell? Oh, damn it. Says it's, I double-click my character, and it's still saying it's not selected. There we go. I'll change it back to the first one. I'm clicking mine, but it's not doing anything. Oh, I'm, I have the wrong thing selected. Sorry. Um, I'm getting a phone call, but I don't know from who. Dave, initiative. I don't know. I could hop off and answer it if you want me to, or I can ignore it. Is everyone's initiative in? Stolas, Marius, Raksasha, Ifrit, Ozal, Burn, Calamban, Deva. 
perfect. Descending order. Deva is on our side, right? That's the angelic being. Oh, yes. Descending gotcha. with black wings and incandescent sparkles of night starlight and coalescing in front of you, facing you, Marius, you see a large angelic figure who bows and says, Brother, I am at your aid. Shall the angel we? of darkness. And that... Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh. <laughs> you take 50 emotional damage. <laughs> I get to go first as the Rex Sasha. And I will cast Invisibility. What a goober. Um, that can be counterspelled, right? Sure. Um, that was on the tiger dude. Mm-hmm. And let me just check real quick. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna counterspell. Because as soon as he attacks or casts a spell, he'll lose invisibility. Uh, with a cackle and a wave of his backward hand, you see him <laughs> into nothingness. Uh, in the last echoes of his voice, you hear, I am the smiling god. Of the course he is. Um, Next, you see the Efeet draw his sword. And he will teleport across the map. Excuse me for just one moment. I am getting a third call from my wife. So I will be right back. We're about to wreck these dudes. I have a good feeling. Okay, so do we think that this guy's genie lamp is somewhere in here? I'm not sure. It's got to be close, um, right? Well, maybe. I mean, a tiger guy probably has it. I would bet it's on his person. So, one thing to remember, we have several potions, um, different advantages on rolls, and we also have a divine intervention that we have not used yet, so... Yeah, I have something, I don't remember what it was, but I have a stony McBrony potion, does anybody remember what that was? What the hell is that? It's it, gives in my like a, it gives you, like... Plus health and bonus. Oh, that's right. Bonus. It completely heals you and cures all diseases. Okay. Yeah, there okay. you go. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember. Oh, I, I don't know if it does anything else, but I do remember those details. And I have something that may help us as well, which is good news. Cause... All right. Sorry about that. I had to <clears throat> deal with some business issues. Um... It's fine. I will handle that in the next 45 minutes when that happens. Okay. Uh, the Ifrit goes. He turns into a giant ball of flame. Okay. And... <laughs> steps through it. Appearing in front of you, Ozol. At which point... Hang on. Are you declaring an attack? Uh, yes, I am. Quick, break us materia. 
Okay, you roll a one for your attack roll. And I okay, like I get two table. attacks, though. That's fine. I would like to use the table on the first attack, though. Of course. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Uh, you want to roll it, or you want me to roll it for the D100? No, it's all you, baby. Uh, D100 is a 93. 93. Oh, no. You attack wildly and lose track of the fight around you. Uh... <laughs> You immediately end your turn and move to the bottom of the initiative order at the start of the next round. Oh, I fucking love that. Well done. Bro, you about to get smashed by my boys. You, Ozol. a banger. Ozol, <laughs> you. As, as, as he approaches, I lift my staff and just time dilates and I just fucking... Whoa, 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 whoa. All of you see as <laughs> this creature... Known for bending reality as much like Ozol and granting wishes, is suddenly confused as to why he is moving so slow through this reality. And the shock hits him as the blue light in your eyes lights up and your your faceted crystal focuses on him, shining some light on him, freezing him to the spot, causing him not to be able to attack. Solas! That was fucking awesome. Describing oh man, Cody. that was beautiful. That's just honestly beautiful um <clears throat> i'm gonna move dimension slash. uh let's see about um i want to say like 20 feet in the air just fly up because i'm pretty safe up here and i am going to cast a spell on him uh let's see which one where are you i'm gonna cast chromatic orb yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, let's see here. This is the first time I think I've cast this, so I'll read it out. <clears throat> uh, okay. It says you hurl a four-inch diameter sphere of energy at a creature that you can see within range. You choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder for the type of orb you create, and then make a ranged spell attack against a target. If it hits, the creature takes 3d8 damage of the type you choose. A bad uh, spell. Yes. Uh, I'm going to cast <clears throat> it with uh, ice since he's Yay. a fire hey, hey. Uh Let's see. I hope this Smart. works. How am I going to. Does that cast at level 3, I guess? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Is it a level 3 spell or 2? No, I think I can only go up to 2. It's uh, be... Evocation 1 is a level 1 spell. Uh, did you take any levels of sorcery yet? Yes. Okay. So it, I want to say it's second level, right, Max? No, it's a first level spell. I know, but literally. Her... It, says, it says at higher levels when you cast uh, it, the spell. It would be if. It, it depends. So you've got levels of sorcery now. I didn't realize that. So, like. <clears throat> How many levels what? of warlock are you still at? Five? Uh, five, and then one sorcerer. Then it okay. would be, you could either use a third level warlock spell slot, or a the first, like, one of the first level spell slots you have as a sorcerer. Either or. Okay, I'll try a level three spell. Okay. So that's okay. gonna be uh, 5d8 in total. 
Nice. Um, you need to roll two more d8 because the damage it gave you. No, was only no, it, it, no, it, it's above it. It's got higher level casting. It, it, it put it in already. Um, <clears throat> Oof. That's also a two, a one, and a five. two for um, the elemental damage. So 18 total damage. Um, immunity. I do not have a vulnerability to ice, unfortunately. Really? He's I from the fire realm. I I, even still, I don't think it hits, does it? What's its AC? Uh, I'm pulling that up right now. Sorry, I was looking at something else. Uh, its AC is not, it does not hit. Darn, okay, well, either way. Say, Ozal, what was your other roll that you got for your, uh, or you've already used your reaction on this turn, never mind. I haven't attacked him. What do you mean? I think you, I think you can use that on other people, too, right? I don't understand what you're saying. You could grant the die roll to somebody else? Luck roll? Um... Yeah, I I don't know that it's worth it for that. I only have one left. Okay. No offense to us. But Yeah, your portent also works for other creatures. Like you just Yeah, I already used both my port Yeah, I already used both. Gotcha. Okay, that's what I, I used one in the have. temple then one here. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh so Stolos, you summon a ball of flame and or I'm sorry, ice. Uh, it streaks off. You're just a little high, maybe a little shocked at this creature that is coming at you. Uh, that goes to anything else you'd like to do on your turn. Perhaps um, a bonus action spell? Yeah, I, I mean... Something like that? Yeah, I could hex him, if, but I missed, right? So it wouldn't work? Your hex will still affect him dealing damage on the next turn when you hit, also reducing a stat of your choice uh, to disadvantage. Okay. Strength or... I'd like, yeah, I'd like to hex his strength. Okay. And uh, that'll uh, be my turn. Perfect. Let me put this on here. Hex. And his hex is the grasping hand. Caliban, go ahead and take your turn. Caliban is going to uh, start with a bonus action to rage. Uh, if he is not still raging... And then he will go 5, 10, 15, 20 to get into a flank and make uh, two swings with Winter's Howl. Okay. 24 oh. and 22. Those both hit. Uh, we so need first, yeah, first attack is a total of 15. Second attack is a total of 21. So 15, 21, Jesus. 36. Okay. So he's bloodied, right? No. <laughs> Tis but a flesh wound. Just checking to see if he has anything extra. The... Okay, cool. That is it for him. Perfect. 
the Deva turns to you, Ozal, and he says, Dear wizard, might I perhaps borrow your tressum? With your of consent? Of course. Vor disappears. <laughs> Where it's, it's, body, its body contorts and grows as scales and teeth appear rapidly and transforms. Bro, transforms you just right. made my fucking day. A T-Rex, this is so fucking cool. Fucking polymorph, bro, you just made my <clears throat> night, bro. I'm so excited to learn that spell next level. You have no fucking... <laughs> Yo, can I summon fucking... <laughs> Trundle? <laughs> Holy shit. You could, shit. but it takes time. Uh, yeah. The Tressum roars as you hear the voice of rage come through the tether to your mind, Ozal, that says, I am willing, and I am hungry. Eat! At which point... The Deva will then turn its attention in this direction and fly. 10, 15, 20, fly, 30, Angel. 30, 30, 30, 40. Fly. 40. Go. Lands right here. <laughs> and he will whistle and point directly next to him. Oh, that's where the guy is. The invisible dude. Oh my gosh. This dude is our best friend. Burn. Yes. Uh, that's too far to sprint over there, is it? Oh, geez. Um, that looks like way too many. That's 70 feet. You can move 60, so you could get to here. Yeah, but I couldn't attack. No, but, I mean, what Dude, better I... way for the bards to sing a song of valor than you fighting side by side with an angel summoned in an extra dimensional plane to fight a demonic You're Rexasha? Not wrong. Dude, go for it. Surely Bahamut would be pleased. If only we had the bards in the party. Right? God damn it, you know. Devin. You, you know right. a guy who, uh, actually, hold on. Oh, <laughs> I did my math wrong. Would you like to go take a swing? Wait, That's 55 what? feet. Oh, well, you can't take a swing, but you could run over there next to him. Yeah, fuck That way you can't run away. I'll run over there. Right He's not here? engaged in combat yet, though. Right where my arrow is. Uh, up, you could go there, yeah. Is that where he's... I thought he was in the square above me. He is in the square above you. He could be right here. Okay. Um, well done, Burn. And do I have any cool bonus actions I could do? Uh, there's a couple things you could do. Um, one, you have to have line of sight to channel your divinity, but you could have that as a ready to action. Uh, well, no, because no. Uh, Marius, you're gonna have to clear this up for me because I don't remember off the top of my head. Channel divinity is just. It just happens, right? Like, it's not an actual action unless otherwise stated inside. It depends. Each channel of divinity is unique. Let me pull up Oath of Vengeance here. Burn Oath of Vengeance there. for him, I believe, is a bonus act. I believe it's a bonus action. Give me one moment. I will find out. Channel divinity... As an action. Dang. Okay. 
Oath of Vengeance is an action, so you can use that next turn. Uh, you could ready a spell, like uh, one of the... I got a Hunter's Mark, which would be great because you'd be able to track him if he goes invisible again. Um, you could ready that or something. I mean, there, you have lots of options on your turn. You could do like a, a branding smite on your blade. So next time you hit, not only <clears throat> could you expend your smite for it being a fiend, you're welcome. Um, but you also do that extra D8, no matter what, when you smite, because it's a fiend, on top of letting brandishing... Oh, God damn, I cannot talk. Branding Smite go off, or Thunderous Smite, or whatever it is you have for bonus actions. Okay, yeah, let me ready... Uh, is it Branding Smite? I'm not sure... Uh, spells you have... I would be careful, though, because didn't you mention... Or Ozal had mentioned, through his knowledge, that the, the creature is highly resistant to magic. Oh, you don't have any of the Smites tagged anyways. Oh, uh, okay. Because they're in my uh, they're in my attack and spell casting window. I thought they were like already. They are spells you know, but they are not ready for the day. They had a little red dot next to them. Currently, you have because they're Bane, in my core, hunter's they're mark my, bless they're in my command core page. You could drop a bless on yourself. Bless is a uh, oh, it's an action. He's still uh, concentrating on uh, shield of faith, is he not? No, I cast that a while ago. It lasts an hour it, it, or ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, it's been more than ten minutes though. That was he cast it in the at the top it? of the stairs. No, we, we we have maybe gone through five minutes of combat. So yeah, but at the top of the up. stairs, we've fought like three battles and then also rummaged right, around and each, the priest. Each round is six seconds, right? You're saying Stolas. it's less than ten minutes that he's rummaged. Yep, Stolas has two turns left on her armor of Agathia. <clears throat> I still have that pew in my... Can I hit, throw the pew at him? Yeah. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> high or low, Dean? High or low? We'll let the uh, dice decide. Low. All right, so we're looking for below 10 on a d20 here. One! <laughs> wow! <laughs> From your back, because everyone else is summoning angels and T-Rex and shit. <laughs> From your back, you don't necessarily attack as much as you spin around, loosing the strap, holding the pew, and letting it drop, which counts as an attack. Uh, roll me a d6. A one. <laughs> it takes one point of damage and reveals this creature. <laughs> All right. Uh, Good who work. scowls at you? Good work. Uh, the angel next to you chuckles. <laughs> I knew that pew would come in handy. B Bahamut smiles. Ozal, would you like to go first, or would you like a Tyrannosaurus Rex to go first? I will go first. I'll use a level three spell slot to cast Mirror Image. Okay. Uh, three Ozals appear... Uh, uh, next to me, mimicking every action that I do, and then my fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex is gonna round the corner and bite this motherfucker. Okay. You command um, Vor I... to bite oh, a motherfucker. Sorry. He has the multi-attack action. The Tyrannosaurus... Well, here, I'll just look it down here. Yeah, I, I have I have it. I've 
I've been researching for polymorph for a while. Um, nice. So the attack is um, a bite attack. It's plus 10 to hit. Uh, reaches 10 feet. Um, so I, I don't have access to the T-Rex's stats, so do you want to roll that for I him? Ju- I just rolled it down there. Got a 12. Oh, okay. Uh, technically, it should be made at advantage because he is flanking with the sword, which I put that rule in there. That's a 13. It's not great. Uh, and he will turn for a tail whip at a 26. Let's fucking go. Uh, let's see if we can crit on that, maybe. A 30! Oh, oh my god! Tyrannosaurus Rex! Okay, so the damage is 3d8 plus 7. shit. So I'll roll uh, that. Hold on, hold on, don't don't touch that yet. Oh. Because it's okay. a crit. So roll your d100s oh. first to see what happens. Yes, yes. 79. 79. Uh, this is a melee weapon critical hit brought to our friends over at Reddit. Uh, weapon attack fumble. We don't want that. Weapon attack critical hit at 79. Oh, no. Sorry, bear with me here for just a second. You're good. Please roll a d6, first of all. Okay. One d6 is a three. He is thrown 15 feet from the attack, and your attack is still doubled. So uh, go ahead and roll six. What are these? 68. Okay, 68. Uh, I have to roll five and then one. So 16 and then eight. So 24. Nice, solid hit. And then it gets plus 7. It's 3d8. It's uh, 68 plus 7. Or would it yep. be plus 14? Uh, let me pull back up the thing here. The damage is 3d8 Rex. plus 7. So I'm not sure if that uh, damage is 14. It's plus 10 to hit. Um, one target. So plus 70, I would add an extra 7 on there. The Efreet does not have damage resistance to non magical weapons. So he takes 31. Yep. Bam. And is thrown 5, 10, 15 feet and is prone. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use telekinetic to bring him back to Marius. Um, five feet. Uh, your, your mic is... Fails. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, no, it's intelligence. Yep, it's intelligence. Sorry. Yep. So um, you got it. Yeah, you're good. Twenty-one. Good. Nice. Right. Um, and then the T-Rex can still Marius. move, correct? Oh, go ahead. The T-Rex can still move. He can. Okay, I'll have yeah. him move to get Five, back uh, into flanking range. So. Trump, 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 Trump. It lets out a Tyrannosaurus Rex, so uh, when you edit, maybe a little Jurassic Park roar. Uh, the morning. Okay. Um, also, just remember the the Red Genie, he goes to the bottom of the initiative at the start of the oh, next round. Oh, yes, sir. I know. Gotcha. Uh, it's Marius' turn, though. 
Stolos, between uh, shooting at these creatures, see if you can free those people from the pillars. Uh, I will step up, so go five feet here, and the bonus action to there. Right. You're now flanking a legendary creature. With a legendary creature, I think. Bro, the T-Rex is a legendary creature. Uh, I'll make <laughs> the Blooming Blade attack first. 18 to hit. 18 to hit, and I believe that is a hit, good sir. Wow. Excellent. Um, and then I will make a Booming Blade. Actually, you know what? This time, I am going to uh, activate a new aura. I will cast Spiritual Guardians. The Night Mother has blessed us. I am going to continue in her path, and an extra sublime aura begins to glow around me. I call forth these glowing orbs of black and red. They flint around in a 15-foot radius from me. Uh, when I cast the spell, I can designate any number of creatures, my allies here, and the deva that is unaffected by my spell. An affected creature's speed is halved while it is in the area, and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage. On a successful save, it takes half as much. You're going to have to remind me of all of that. I will every turn. Up. It's okay. Thank you. Uh, and does that work in tandem with Twilight Sanctuary? It does, because nice. Twilight Sanctuary does not require concentration. Solid. Okie dokie. Um, and that is my last third level spell. Perfect. The rock Sasha goes. Uh, it looks to you, Burn, Bringer of Dawn, and sneers. Say, <clears throat> dare attack a god? There's only one god, sir. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. <laughs> I'm reading with two seconds here. He casts Mirror Image. Oh no! <laughs> As you see the Wait, single rock, Sasha. Mirror Image ahead. or Major Image? Oh, I misread that. Nope, I don't want to do that. I lied. Thank you. Sorry, I just want to make sure that, that we're. You know what? I'm overthinking this way too much. Uh, I'm going to make three claw attacks against you. One, two, three. Uh, 21 ties your armor class. Tie goes to the attacker. What an idiot! It's your dumbass backwards hands. Uh, you take 10 slashing damage. 
and are cursed. Cursed? What kind of curse? Being too handsome. You take 10 slashing damage. The target is cursed. If it is a creature, the magical curse takes effect whenever the target takes a short or long rest, filling the target's thoughts with horrible images and dreams. The cursed target gains no benefit from finishing a short or long rest. The curse lasts until it is lifted by a remove curse spell or similar magic. Damn. That is pretty mean. Wait a minute, Cody. Yes, sir. What about my Stony McBrony potion? Uh, well, you're going to have to remind me what it does because I don't remember off the top of my head. It was a whole bunch of shit. It was like, uh, like full heal, removes all poisons. It was like a whole fucking thing. Can it remove um, the curse? I mean, I don't. Is it considered a I think it's or? just status effects. We'll look into that. That's a really good question. Don't forget, I think you and Mark have a divine intervention, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we have quite a few, and Ozol has advantage whenever he needs it. So. Uh, out of three attacks, only one hits. You take ten damage and are cursed. Potentially. Okay. The Efreet goes, and as he attempts to do that, Ozol, your time dilation magic goes into effect. And his initiative becomes one. Fucking love to see it. Still what a goober! Alright. <coughs> Probably wishes he uh, was in a better place right now. I'm gonna move here. Uh, just north of Caliban. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to shoot the um, tiger guy with uh, Eldritch Blast from over here. Of course. Uh, you lift your hand to cast this magic spell, and something very interesting happens. As you direct it at the target, the tiger looks at you and winks, and the spell is nullified in your hand and has zero effect. Wow, you are such a jerk. For both casts. Give me an arcana check. Arcana will do. <clears throat> Where are you, Arcana? Here you are. 17 versus my 15. I got some information for you. Nice. Limited magic immunity. The rock sasa cannot be affected or detected by any spells of 6th level or lower unless it wishes to be. What the It has fuck? advantage on all saving throws and other spells and other magical effects. What wow. level are cantrips? Will cantrips Zero. affect him? God damn it. How dare you. Okay, well, we can't do any magic on him, so we're going to have to hit him with the beefy boys. Yep. That's why he's over with the beefy boys. That's okay. Uh, and he cackles. I'm going to kick his ass so hard. And I'm going to eat him if I get the chance. Oh, you're, you can't. You already used your eat for the day. Two really, Wait, three I'm really good creatures dimension. to eat. <laughs> that does not change the effects <laughs> of a long rest, good friend. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. I wish it did. Uh, Breaker of Chains, Caliban, raging. Lizard boy. He's a lizard boy. He's a lizard boy. Maximilian. 
Yep, you're right. All right. On this. I prefer the Greek, the, the Roman. Columban is coming up. Uh, let's see here. He is going to go. What's his movement speed actually? 40. It's, it's 40, right? Yes, sir. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Boy, he is running up on this Rakshasa. He's going to make two Winter's Howl strikes, which he still has advantage thanks to his uh, Totem of the Wolf. As long as an ally is standing adjacent to it, he has advantage on the attack. So, 13 and 22. Uh, 22 hits. That will be a total of 11 points of damage. Slashing. So, 10 slashing and 1 ice. Uh, okay, he does not take any damage from the slash. Uh, but does take the damage from the rage and the ice. It, Winter's Howl is a magical weapon, is it not? It is. Uh, oh, sorry, from uh, my bad. Yes, uh, I take 11 points of damage. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> God, Cody's dyslexia is bad tonight. Uh, anything else? That is it for Calendar. Perfect. The Deva will go. All right, Mr. Deva. He gets two attacks. One, two, 28. If someone wants to roll D100 on his critical 20. hit. 29. I think the 17 hits. 17 does hit. Uh, 29. The target suffers a permanent minus two to AC as its armor oh, breaks. Amazing. Ah, uh, how wonderful. Uh, do I have an armor symbol? Take that, Jin. Yeah, there we go. Minus two. Uh, I will... Oh, God. That's 12 plus 17 plus 21 radiant... That's 29, 30, 50 damage. And his second attack is 14, 24. As the chamber around you shakes and quivers. This portal becomes destabilized. Um. Perfect. Where did I put those on? Uh, Burns turn. Okay, this guy is immune to magic, or so it would seem. So I'm just gonna do the good old fashioned Horse cutter twice. Uh, do I have advantage? Uh, you do. Okay. Um, and then. Oh, nat twenty! Whoa! Holy shit! Nice. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, what is that? Nineteen. Nineteen also on the first one. Congratulations. A D one hundred hits you. Yep. Divine smite him. 
Yeah, do I divine smite now? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, how do I do that? I would use your maximum level of divine smite, uh, yes. and you could actually divine smite twice, because twice. both of those attacks hit. All right. So, uh, roll d100s first, and I'll get this going on the table for you. Okay, d100. Just one d100? Or, oh, uh, yeah. Just yep. A set. 71. 71. Noise. Bro, you are smashing the ever-living shit out of this dude. Um. Fuck me. Why are we using this table? <laughs> Live by the table, target, time by the table. Your target is knocked unconscious. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Alright, so next round, like, nobody touches him except Burn. And Burn attacks him again. It's an instant critical hit. And, like... You have the Deva hit him, too. The, well, the critical hit and smite again. Should the T-Rex hit him? No, I didn't even have, like, what Mario said, either the, the Burn or the Deva. Because the Deva also did 50 points of damage in one yeah, round. Uh, that's true. He is critical on top of being bloodied. Burn, your first with the 12 slashing has no effect, unfortunately. Your weapon is not magical. This, But we'll benefit from the smite, so give me the whatever you're using for smites. Go ahead and give me your spell slots for those. Uh, Same thing with horse cutter. So um, let's start with just the normal smite, since it's radiant damage. Uh, do I click that, or do I roll? Uh, hit, hit divine smite. Oh, okay. Is it on my core page? Let's go to Burn Dawnbringer. Uh, yep, right here. Oh, oh. there it is. Sorry. So. Uh, okay. It's nine radiant. Eight plus one. Okay. I will take that damage. Uh, now do it again. At whatever spell slot you're using. Yeah, it was, it was my top, my level, whatever my highest level one was. Okay. One more time. Okay, so 24 points of damage because it's a critical hit on top of an additional five because he's that. Okay. God, he's so close to being dead. <laughs> I am so uh, fucking hyped right now. Two things happen. <laughs> oh my god. He no longer is attuned to the Mask of Domination. As he falls unconscious, it clanks to the ground adjacent to him. Releasing the four prisoners. Oh, let's fucking go! Dude, this battle could be more awesome! On top of that, Ozal, give me an Arcana check, please. Dude, you better roll Copy the that. shit out of this Arcana, bro. 28. Hey! Oh, man, beautiful. Ozal, the tether the holding the Ifrit is shattered. <laughs> oh! So is he, st is he still, like, uh, aggroed? Oh yeah, he's got all kinds of shit happening to him right now before that can oh. take place. So, okay. 
close otherwise. I'm going to um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Let me measure. Perfect. I'm going to mage hand to grab that mask and bring it to me. Okay. You pick up the mask of domination. And then I'm going to have Vor bite and tail whip the shit out of this guy. Okay. Um, let me uh, double check what I need to roll. I think it's a d20. Oh, you got it for me. Thank you. Yep. <clears throat> I think those okay. all hit. 28 and Oh, yeah, they all do. And they count as critical hits. Okay. Um, so, I guess you just want to take double damage, so 36 and 50. So, yep. 86. Perfect. Is he bloodied? Uh, yeah, he's way bloodied. Awesome. And uh, that's going to be my turn. Okay. Marius, you see... Uh, where are you? Never mind. Go ahead, Marius. The pillar is blocking me, I believe. Yes. Uh, also, the way that was originally closed with the fog door is now open. Oh. The uh, path to leave it seems to have opened for some reason. Uh, I will uh, begin my assault on the Ifrit here. First with a spiritual weapon. 24 to hit. Hits. Six points of force damage. Hits. And then I will swing on him with a Booming Blade Strike. A 17 to hit. Hits. So 7 slashing, 7 thunder, and if he moves he will take 2d8 uh, points of damage. Okay. I will subtract all of that off here. At the beginning of his turn, he needs to make me a Wisdom Saving Throw. Okay. It's his turn. Yep. Um, I'm going to use a legendary uh, resistance to pass this saving throw. Okay. I takes, stand up. He takes four mm -hmm. points of holy uh, radiant damage. Okay. His speed is still Ooh. halved. Okay. I will use a bonus action to teleport. Oops. Forty feet. Cody, is he casting a spell for that? Uh, it is an innate feature. He will take four points of thunder damage as he teleports. Holy shit. So I can't counterspell that teleport? You cannot. Sorry, Copy bud. that. Copy that. Does he take opportunity attacks? Uh, he does not. Copy that. Uh, reaching down into the Rexasha's pocket, he withdraws a small iron flask, rubs it as his main action, disappears. 
Can I counterspell that? Well, he was a slave, so good for him. He probably got away from that guy. Let me check something. Was the Ifrit the genie or the stupid reversed hands guy? No, the, the, Ifrit the is red. Genie. Yeah. Okay. But he was under like a slave. You, you can attempt to counterspell it, yes. Let's fucking go. Level three counterspell, baby. Uh, counterspell says one reaction. Uh, a creature within 60 feet that you can see. Uh, a creature in the process of casting a spell. You attempt to interrupt a creature in the process of casting a spell. If the creature is casting a spell of third level or lower, the spell fails and has no effect. If it is casting a spell of fourth level or higher, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. The ability check, or the difficulty rather, equals 10 plus the spell's level. Okay. Go ahead and roll it, because it is not a third level spell. Okay. Uh, I just use like a regular d20. Mm-hmm. Uh, six. I'm going to use a luck roll to re-roll that. Uh, Fifteen. Does not count, unfortunately. Sorry, bud. Okay. That's fine. He disappears through a door of fire, plane shifting from this reality. This, rather, I should say, this pocket reality. He didn't want the fucking smoke, guys. Uh, well, he's he not really a problem, because he was... <laughs> I'm not really worried about him, though. We'll see. Well, okay. Guess, yeah. The Rock Sasha goes. Um, he's unconscious. He is unconscious. Give me one second here. I get a con save. 19. He's no longer unconscious. He stands up. How's that possible? Get to save out of it, my guy. No longer asleep. No longer prone. And it reaches for his face, at which point realizes he does not have his mask on anymore and is wide-eyed and shook. Oh, that's right. And his uh, concentration is no longer going because that spell is... Yep, he got knocked the fuck out. Kick his ass, Stolas. You got one more counterspell left in you, Ozol? Uh, I wish I did. Uh, he looks to all of you and says, This is not over. Not by a long shot. You're right. Stay and fight, coward. And he tears a hand through the air. His weird reverse fingers flexing out the opposite direction and plane shifts. At which point, this reality is destabled and you return. Deva, do something! Does Father Lucian Donovich? Oh, we're getting there. A whole bunch of people are going to spill out. Give me two seconds to drag some people over to this map. Three, 
as you spill back to this reality, you are left where you were standing when you entered. The four mentioned people are in this room, including Father Donovich. Victor Velakovich is not actually in this room. Oh, wait, no, he is. Wow. And the Smiling God is not there. The Inquisitor is no longer there. As you return to this plane of reality. Is Kneeling before you... Huh? No, he's no longer a T-Rex. Sorry, bud. How dare you. You feel the embrace of the Night Mother as her magic departs you, Marius. And kneeling before you is Isaac Strazny, Victor Velakovich, Baron Vargas Velakovich, and the Baron's wife, Lydia Petrovich. So four and random... Three random people, or four random people, and uh, Father Lucian. Yep. You have heard of Isaac Strazny. You have heard of Baron Vargas Velakovich. You have not heard of his wife or their son. But What's the wife's name one more time? Lydia Petrovic. They said Medea. I was like, Petrovon. I thought Medea's family reunion. Nope. And that is our session. <sighs> How dare you. Hey. Nice. Yo, we kicked ass, bro. Outstanding. Cody, did that fight go the way you thought it was going to go? Oh, yeah, pretty close. No. Oh. <laughs> not, not with that rolled, that, that natural 20 that knocked the Rexasha unconscious. No, dude, I knew also, it was going to be. Also, that critical one, dude, against the, uh, the genie. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, I knew you guys were going to have a pretty hard time with some of those creatures, which is why I summoned back up. Um, and or to progress some personal stories. But of course, I have been your illustrious Dungeon Master, Cody J. Hay. Thank you so much for watching Live and Let's Dice. Uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone.